Do I get to sing again? I sang last you time. Sang? Oh, I don't Whoa. remember you singing wow. last time. I just broke it. it now. Broke yes, it. What please. did I sing? He broke it. What did he sing? I don't remember. What was I singing? I'm sure it wasn't good. Was it Pump yeah. Up the Jams? No, but it might be that tonight. <laughs> pump Up the Jams. Is it while your feet are thumping? all the words I know. <laughs> and that eliminates pumping. a question. That's what you find out. How I... I'm completely glad you said. Oh, God. Get, get your booty on, on the floor tonight. tonight. Make Maybe. my day. Can we open with that. Oh my. Yeah, open we actually can. Glad you say, get your booty <laughs> on, on the floor tonight. Make my day. Make yes, my, my day. day, right? Yeah. Make my day. Make my day. Jimmy, are you getting this? Make my. He's gone. <laughs> Jimmy is. He heard. He heard the first note, and he was gone. Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 40. No, it's is it really? It yeah. is. Wow. We are. We, we are actually... Over the hill. We are a year old. I'm going to be 40 are we? soon. Yeah. Actually. I, it came up in my time hop the other day. It did. Wait, was the first one right before Thanksgiving? It was. Wow. No, well, I we did miss 12. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to talk right now. You're not allowed to talk right now. No. This is us. Let, us. let us relish in this. They invited the wrong people. No kidding. All right, move on. 40. Woo. So I'm rich. <laughs> I run the shindig, I guess. And you uh, do. I'm Mark. I run 25.8. I'm Lauren. I'm trying to help. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. Trying, trying your best. <laughs> trying my best. I don't know. Oh, what. Poor thing. <laughs> You're just going to keep laughing at me. We're here with uh, Chris Hughes and Jason Reed Miller. And uh, we are here to talk about. Uh, the uh, our our former workplace, uh, Golakawana, is a uh, local uh, Scranton newspaper that is uh, unfortunately long gone. But uh, we have a lot of fond memories of the place and a lot of uh, crazy things to talk about uh, <laughs> that went on behind the scenes and things like that. So uh, we decided to get the band back together and uh, do a podcast about it. Uh, but first, thank you for saying getting the band back together because we used to say that all the time. We we did say that all the time. Um, First, we'll talk about uh, you know some stuff on the site. Um, the uh, Wilkes-Barre Chamber of Commerce uh, recently awarded the uh, the Kirby Center um, a uh, uh, an achievement award, and so they did a a really cool uh, tribute video uh, that uh, kind of sums up why the Kirby Center is so important to the area and everything. So that video is on the site. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, there's a uh, WordPress in one month class uh, going on at Colework in Scranton. Uh, there's a preview of the class in December, and then uh, the the uh, full set of classes uh, starts in January. It's not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> it it's certain it's it's uh, it'll it'll give you a good uh, you know a, a summary of what you need to know. But yeah, there's there's a lot involved, and obviously I know that because uh, you know uh, NEPA scene is is run on WordPress, and I've been using WordPress since I was like maybe. 16, 17 years old. So, can we sign up other uh, publishers that we know? Not yet. Have, like, no, that we, we have know to see. Of, like, we have to see how the first class kind of goes. Maybe bastardized other people's <laughs> WordPress themes for that. Yeah, I was actually going to mention that. I, I could think of a few local well, we'll publications get... who really know nothing about WordPress <laughs> other than how to steal it from other people. I'm punchy tonight. This so, so Ooh, yeah. So the bitter episode. <laughs> 
so maybe they 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 could uh, benefit from this class. So I'm glad I posted for them because I know for a fact that they read me on a daily basis. So so there you go. They can uh, well, they can read changes, all about it. it. It's the salty podcast. <laughs> Oh, there's there's plenty of salt. Every human to go being needs about 15 milligrams of salt a day to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Uh, yeah, I believe so. And that that's that's funny. Wait, you said that without no without knowing I'm fa- so? I'm fairly certain that that is the uh, that is the amount. I, that might be a generalization. Make, I'm very afraid of giving people wrong information about their salt intake. Was, this is the Facebook age. People just post anything they want. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln said <laughs> Technotronics the best band ever. <laughs> just just put it in a meme and you're good to go. <laughs> All right, moving on. Impact font. Uh, well, you know, speaking of, of saltiness, uh, we posted this, and then I, I knew it within about 10 minutes. I knew this would happen. A lot of people are like, oh, my thing? God. No, 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 oh. no. Uh, uh, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey are oh, bringing the circus crazy. back to Mohegan Sun in, in Wilkes-Barre. And of course, every time you mention the circus, people go, "Oh, the animals!" You know, how could you? You know, and I, I SeaWorld on land. I said right away, "I'm like, I completely agree with you. I think the circus is way outdated. I don't think they should do that shit. We're just posting that it exists, <laughs> that it's happening. That's it. <laughs> We're not promoting it. We're not telling people go buy tickets. Just letting people know." That it is happening again, and obviously people are going every year because it keeps coming back here every We're year. I mean, look, have SeaWorld- a larger discussion about the circus at a later date. I mean, SeaWorld sucks, but I think they so. called I me. I'd, be a good I'd one. help them. I, I have an amazing circus-related story. Is it? Ooh, yeah. Is it quick? I, I was on the internet one day and I saw an article Just one day. from the Times Leader with a picture of these two girls protesting the circus in Wilkesbury, and I looked at the photo and I knew them both. <laughs> You can't see the air quotes. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to be like, that entire he saw statement. it right there. Yeah. <laughs> but if, all right, so if you don't watch the YouTube like, clip, you don't know the air quotes. But. No, you so don't that, know the So that really honestly says more about you oh, than yeah. it does about that. I'm a terrible person. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. not anymore. I'm great now. <laughs> good. That's Are you good cured? You've always mm-hmm. been great. It's just if you had things helping you be great. <laughs> no. All right, moving past the circus. Yeah. No. <laughs> This actually is is funny that we're we're doing this on this show. Uh, the uh, pop punk band the Queers are coming to the Irish Wolf Pub in Scranton on December first, which is weird to begin with that they're they're playing the Irish Wolf Pub. But I interviewed them a number of years ago, and it was for Go Lackawanna. So that's that's just funny. Were they since, nice? Since when are they yeah. a pop punk band? I remember a queer sticker being in the art room at Scranton High School when it used to be in the old annex of the Tech Building. Yeah, and that was years before pop punk existed they were just punk they were Are they just, just relabeled now yeah i i think so. i i think they call themselves pop punk now really yeah i mean i mean when you think about That's it it's strange for dudes in their 50s well they have a, a very well <laughs> Let's let's be honest. Mo- they are most po- most of these pop punkers are are quite aged now. They so. are popular punk. Yeah, <laughs> that's what pop means. Sorry. I know. Well, okay. you know, if if uh, I mean, I'm not trying to condescend you. Considering most of their music is is along the lines of like Beach Boys, but punked up. You know, like that's it's essentially pop punk. So like the Beatles, if they uh, yes, if they came out today, maybe yeah, yeah. like some forty one. Ugh. Don't ooh. really no, no move on move on move on quick Go. <laughs> yes wow so uh, let's see uh, the, the living your truth this week I thought was a, a really good column um, 
I, I wasn't sure what she was going to write about this week, and and uh, you know, with with Charlie Sheen coming out about the the whole HIV thing, uh, talked about um, how the conversation, the public conversation about HIV and AIDS, has changed over the years. And uh, yeah, that's where she went. Yeah, it was. Wow, it, it, was right. it was. It was. It's a really. It's a really interesting column. I, I thought. I thought it was a, a cool perspective. Uh, so so definitely check that out. Uh, the uh, Ballet Northeast is going to present their uh, the Nutcracker on December eighteenth and twentieth, or through the twentieth at uh, Wilkes University. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, TNA Impact Wrestling uh, will come to the Sands Bethlehem Event Center uh, January fifth through Sign 9th. me up. Uh, which I, I, I found out cause I, I, I said, I know not, I, I really know nothing about wrestling. You like need to talk I, to Dan Hopple. I, yeah, I haven't yeah. watched it since, since the eighties, you know, uh, Jimmy Superfly snooker. R- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now convicted murderer or no oh. accused murderer. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Jimmy Superfly snooker. Yes. He killed somebody. Yeah. Like alleged. Supposedly, <laughs> but he's innocent until proven guilty, not guilty until proven innocent. So I, I was I wasn't aware of this, but uh, no one likes TNA. So I shared this with a bunch of wrestling people, and they're like, "Oh fuck that!" And I'm like, "Oh sorry, oh I'm I didn't I didn't know these these muscle you know uh, no 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 guys they're, they're very they're guys. very no, like, wrestling fans are very yeah well, intense about well, what they like I, you know what I, I I thought about it for a second I'm like ah it's probably like a comic book thing it'd be like because I'm such a Marvel guy it'd be like oh look at all this DC stuff and yeah they'd like, be like burning what, what are you talking about wait Lauren, Lauren's that. raising her hand and not air quoting what, what's DNA apparently <laughs> <laughs> apparently oh, it's another about something totally different yes <laughs> we're talking about wrestling Sorry. you're yes. talking about something that has I've to never, do I, I don't it is it is another wrestling group essentially it's yeah. it's like a different WWE or whatever but else is there there used to be an ecw yeah they all got bought by vince mcmahon yeah so. yeah yep. i think this this one is not okay so this is vince not okay. yeah this is more like the fight club underground so they called it something like, salacious like backyard <laughs> trampoline wrestling it's I, probably i would actually go see that professional thing to that backyard trampoline wrestling yeah i would go see that yeah definitely. we should do that at sky zone i think it's hysterical it's fun have you done do that it. we should do it what haven't you done skydived Okay, so the pat. So if you went skydiving yesterday, sky dove, right? I don't know, but I haven't done it. All right, well, I'll push you out of an airplane. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> no shoot, just. <laughs> it's too expensive. Good luck. Yeah, Lauren would bounce back. I swear, Lauren would be the only one who's like, she I just dropped thirty so thousand feet. She'd get back into the plane and punch you in the face and throw you out. Yeah, yeah, with her samurai ninja skills. Yeah, that was All racist. Right. Moving on. How? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Downtown Wilkes Fair is uh, celebrating uh, Small Business Saturday on November 28th. Uh, they have uh, sales, raffles, all kinds of things going on in uh, Downtown Wilkes Fair. So, if uh, you need to get some shopping done, you want to support local businesses, uh, that's a good way to do it. Uh, we also have a bunch of premieres this week. Uh, we have uh, an album stream of uh, Crockpot Abductions' uh, debut album. Uh, we also have a new song uh, pr- that we're premiering from uh, Young Burgo. And uh, we also have a lyric video coming from uh, Behind the Gray and uh, a story about them. Uh, they have a CD release uh, this Thanksgiving night uh, or uh, Wednesday night into Thursday. Uh, it'll be a good night. Where's so, it at? Uh, that is in Pittston, I believe. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be there. They're, all the details will be on the site. Uh, we'll be posting those very soon. And uh, I guess we'll get to... Uh, the subject at hand. Oh, man. 
This is now <laughs> fifteen milligrams. The, We're here to salt. talk about yeah. salt, salt intake. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk about salt. Um, now, not bad. For, first of all, you know, uh, Golakawana has been gone for a while. So why are we talking about this? How long has it? Three years? No, I, was, I have not no, been. It was, in it was October thirteen, wasn't it? No, it was twelve. Oh no, it was. Right? Wait. No, I think it was 13. Was it 13? Yeah, because I, I, I was the last. Might have been 12. No, no, no. It might have been 12. It might have been 12. Were you still? I think it was 12 because I no, left. You were still there. I left in March of 12 and it ended very shortly after. I think it was October of 12. I think it was October of 12 also. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, wow. Now we all I agreed need, on something. I need some yeah. backstory because right, right, yeah, let's, let's I was. Start, let's, too bad we can't fact check. We, start, we started at the end. So we'll, we'll backpedal a little bit. Okay. I need some background because I don't know. I wasn't here. Okay, I all wasn't right. here when this happened. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so we're all right. So we're looking at an end date, October twelfth. It's weird that we all agreed on that. But I'm I'm fact checking. All right, fact check. So yeah, check. Can you put your phone on vibrate while you do that too? Check when my last tweet was, because that's probably uh, a good indicator from uh, that account. Sure. Uh, so uh, to give a little background, the the Times leader uh, prior to establishing Golakawana as a tabloid weekly, which is when I say tabloid, I mean the, the same shape as the Electric City or the Weekender are now. Yeah, but it wasn't like uh, Inquirer. Or, no, it wasn't yeah. like Yellow. It wasn't right. Yellow. No, it was yeah. like a, a newspaper, but in magazine format, more or okay. less. Okay. Tabloid became a, a more of a term because of the shape of all of those papers. Right. Much so. like right now, they really didn't want anybody to understand what it was. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, but it had its origins uh, as the Scranton edition, which was, uh, was it daily? Was Scranton edition daily? I can't recall. Uh, no, it was, no, you're no, weekly. It was every still weekly. It yeah, was it was every Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. 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 So Scranton edition was a, a Saturday broadsheet. It looked like a daily paper looks, but it was a, it was a weekly Saturday paper and uh, it, it had its, its trials and tribulations and, and it had staff other than you and I, Rich. Uh, sure. You have to kind of understand Rich and I are violently attached to this thing because we were the two man wrecking crew that really got the whole th- it, we kept the whole thing moving the whole time i i became the editor of go Lackawanna in july of 2010 yeah uh and, and it, that, that, that was shortly after they they had revamped the entire paper rebranded it repackaged the whole thing because scranton edition wasn't doing well wasn't doing what so they it was times leader scranton edition times leader scranton edition initially. okay yeah so <clears> they um so they they revamped the whole thing. Well, the, the model wasn't working. They had a bunch of processes in place, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But they they weren't necessarily ethical. Um, and that's a sliding scale t- term. <laughs> well, when you steal <laughs> obits from a competitor's newspaper, there's there's a breach, so, um, <laughs> which was was thankfully before I got there. Yeah, it's not that a was comic. Way before it's, me. Yeah. yeah no, so I I, 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 I have the information. That. Okay, what, when, when did it end? According to James Haggerty, staff writer of the uh, Citizen's Voice newspaper. Into the mic, Jay. According to James Haggerty, <laughs> staff writer of the Citizen's Voice newspaper, so in an article published on November 5th, 2012, Golakawana is no more. Okay, so 10, 12, 10, 12 makes 10, sense. 10, 12 would have been the last edition. So yeah. they would have published, what they would have done is... And, the and, week before. And I'm going to get to this block of time in a minute but we, they probably published the second to last <laughs> week of october and then skipped the week of uh halloween and something came out so yeah the timeline fits so yeah october of 12 would have been the end the publication claimed a circulation of twelve thousand three hundred and eighty two, which is a numbers. very specific fucking number 
<laughs> also, we we were totally lying about. That. No well, way. we we weren't. There's we no, we personally them. were not. We, we weren't bullshitting because we had no control over that, which we will get to. So wait, who? So we who, certainly had no control. So over what's that. the timeline of who got there first? I was, was I was there as a staff writer for the Scranton edition. I was there at the at, towards the end the the last maybe six before months the or revamp so of the Scranton edition before yep. the revamp into Go Lackawanna. I saved him from so, his blockbuster well, job. Yes, and got him into the hell that is journalism. <laughs> that is the entertainment business. Rich. This is Just all Hughes's so yeah. fault. It is yeah. my <laughs> fault. It is, it is <laughs> NBA scene is my fault. To, yeah. to to be to be fair to him, I asked him when I saw him uh, at my workplace <laughs> one day. Hey, do you have any openings? And he said, oh, I'll keep an eye out for you and i did this might be the you first did. instance of somebody going hey you got any jobs and they're like as a matter hey, of fact i, I do. do well it was it was it was a few months after that yeah but uh but a, a staff writing position had opened up at the the scranton edition and at the time the scranton edition was uh, a very lame boring paper and i could see why they they wanted to revamp it into something new. was it just like vanilla it was, it was very the vanilla. Most vanilla of community news journalism it, it was it, 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 it was your be. your your standard issue you know uh press releases and 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 news a, that we could you know take from our parent company and and kind of put it in there that that worked okay of, a lot of grip and grim photos and borrowed bylines yeah okay. my, my stuff was mostly uh i i had to do uh city council and county commissioners uh beats which uh are very important and and, and you know, also thankless yes completely thankless beats that's for sure and then uh i you know i did a little bit of entertainment writing a little bit of this writing that writing that kind of thing but it was mostly uh very like boring fluff pieces you know like this person is a great person they're doing great things in the community and that's cool and all but it was like we only had one day a week to kind of fit all of the news uh that was going on in, in you know the scranton area and i felt like we could be doing more than this like we should be doing more than this in terms of uh, what we should be writing about and what we should be talking about. So it was good that when they they relaunched as Go Lackawanna, uh, not too long after that, they put Hughes in charge. And it was funny because me and Hughes uh, knew each other from Go high back. school. We graduated in high school together. I called you the day I got the job offer. And he said, what do you think about me being your new boss? <laughs> and you're like, let's go. Yeah. And that was the end of it. Like, right. just that, like that was the end of the conversation. Like, let's go. Okay, I'll see you Monday. Like, that was it. Right. I had no transition time. I was working at the time as the online editor for the Times Leader. So I was doing uh, their video news. I was doing their Facebook, their social. Uh, I was doing... We had invented the Weekender Sessions video series that promoted local bands. That was actually good, too. I know, and I'm really proud of that, and that they was, don't do it anymore. The Money Notes edition of that was The Money Notes phenomenal. edition of that is one of my favorite when things Brian I've Craig ever sings. done. When Brian Craig sings, if you get a chance, after you listen to this entire podcast, if you can stomach it. Actually, just stop Google, now. Yeah, stop. <laughs> pause, pause this pause, now. Pause And now. Go, go to YouTube and look up and the money notes teed down trode it's t-e-e-d d-o-w-n-t-r-o-a-d it's brian craig as the lead singer for one brief and shining moment and it's the one of the most magical things i've ever filmed in my life magical is it is the it's the truest description so okay so he's also playing a washboard well the whole sings. time he's amazing yeah. so <laughs> the brian craig's awesomeness aside okay yes. so, so the I rebrand happens up. i got picked up to go lead the rebrand they, <laughs> right. they dismissed the old editor i got picked up to lead the rebrand and we kind of hit the ground run. foolishly who was we, the parent company at the time it was still times leader okay yeah so um yeah this has never not been like a, a times leader umbrella corporation this was when it was still uh privately owned this was uh the rich connor era uh, okay the times leader so. yeah this this is years before they got bought out yeah. okay so yeah the bomb didn't drop yet um so 
the uh, so I we went and foolishly we said, well, the paper's called Go Lackawanna. Let's try as two people to cover the entire county, <laughs> and we almost died <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because how is two people do you cover an entire county i some there's some days i mean to the to the credit of the news team some of the news teams that are out there now i don't know how they cover what they do with the staff power that they have i don't know how we did what we did with two people uh right we've had, got 10 and 12 and 20 and and i still don't know how sometimes they do what they do we were the only full-time people and we had a very yep. modest freelance budget that, that we, we gave could, to jason reed miller <laughs> more or less <laughs> yes. to do all the photos for pretty much everything i you was were making a, staff- a ridiculous amount of money you were a staff photographer <laughs> i was probably i was honestly probably making more than they were it was probably close his, his checks were probably close because i paid him on a weekly basis so i know what he made um, the, the, and and our, our and our sports guy tom robinson oh, tom robinson tom. so the one man sports band right Wait, can i tell an amazing story about me and jake stevens from the scranton times <laughs> driving to buffalo with tom robinson yes i guess he was on the phone talking about field hockey with his daughter Go Jake for it, I, because this is going to lead Jake. into other things. Jake and I started Jake's seeing, ran, first of all, we left at 4.30 in the morning. Yep. I don't know if you've ever met Jake or myself. But you are not. not or, in no. the morning is not our time of day. <laughs> Absolutely not. So we were delusional, <laughs> listening to this man talk to his daughter about field hockey in the backseat of the car. And we just started seeing random things and trying to turn them into sexual innuendos. While heading to Buffalo? While driving to Buffalo, New Which York. is five and a half hours. Yes, to photograph the Bills and the Titans. Because Mike Munchak was head coach at the time. Oh, okay. And we took any opportunity we could to promote and, local and, things. And Jay, so. really, me, I'm Jay. I Jay really wanted to go photograph the NFL to game. To send him to an NFL game. So, <laughs> so And anyway, I did it on some, a budget that was not my own. <laughs> and I got paid to go there. Well, yeah, yeah. port to port. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some of the, the fake sexual innuendos we came up with were the old foggy barn, uh, the dead bear on the roof. How do you remember all these after 4 30 in the morning? Lunch. Oh. Those have no meanings whatsoever, except <laughs> somehow, that you can make them all as dirty as you yeah, want. Yeah, somehow knowing that you invented them as fake innuendos. Well, actually, Jake, Jake came up with the first one was the old foggy <laughs> the barn old because barn. we saw an old foggy, foggy barn. barn on the side of the road. Yeah. And well, we were talking about something else, and Jake just said, Give her the old foggy barn. And then, <laughs> and then literally 30 seconds later, a car drove. I mean, we were in upstate New York in the middle of nowhere. Dead bear. And 30 roof. seconds later, a car drove by with a dead bear on the roof. And I was like, Then you give her the old dead bear on the roof. And then it just, <laughs> just devolved. From there. If you've ever been in a conversation so, with Jay, though, that's not unusual. So uh, we're dying hysterically laughing. While this guy's finally, talking to his daughter Tom about Robinson field hockey, stops and goes, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and then we just lost it even more to the point where I actually had to pull over the car. You were driving. I, I was driving. Yes, and I was going to crash because I was laughing so bad. Oh, man. And fake sexual innuendos, which wow. have zero actual meaning whatsoever. <laughs> you can create a position in your mind. One of those things. Yeah. Your mind's eye has now yes. completed that yeah. painting. Yeah. Right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so, so between, between, uh, the three of us essentially, we were writing an entire newspaper's worth of weekly news. Uh, you know, Tom covered an entire sports section by himself. Rich and I divvied up a lot of the news and the arts. Uh, and he was still on the county commissioners, thankless, and city council, thankless beats. Um, he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, still covering other stories, right? I, oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. Every yeah. week. I mean, he, I was, was, he was interviewing Chubby Checker and, and, uh, God, who else did you interview for Go? There were some insane. interesting people that you interviewed. Yeah. Oh, you, the bunny, uh, the bunny, the bear. Yeah, I remember that. No, who specifically? was the one you were real excited about? 
Was that, it a wrestler that, or was it some guy from a metal band? It was. I, I oh. interviewed quite a bit of metal bands. Was it a uh, who's the guy from Stone Sour? Stone Sour. I remember. I interviewed. Is it Corey they Taylor. You, they gave you extra no, time because you asked. You asked about him specifically. It wasn't just like. <laughs> so how, uh, when's uh, when Stone Sour? That back actually. Together? This is yeah. a weekender story. But Rich and I were interviewing Chris Kale from Five Finger Death Punch. Yes, and he yeah. was so impressed with Rich's knowledge of all things metal that he let me do a portrait of him. And then when his manager oh, yeah. came over and said time was up, the guy literally said, I'm done when I'm fucking done. And his <laughs> PR person walked away. That's why he's up, successful. I wound right up now, talking to Rich knows and I for his content material. 45 <laughs> minutes. While other journalists who were waiting for this is like kicking, kicking dirt. Yeah. This is bullshit. And he actually Spit said to, to, to Rich, he's like, I've never been interviewed by somebody who knows so much about what they're talking about. <laughs> 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 well, that's the thing is is uh, with, with all the content that I did uh, there, and obviously the, the stuff that I do now, mm-hmm. uh, there there has to be that that um, that f- that focus where you actually give a shit, you know, and and that's just oh, not God, there man. for most journalists because they're they're kind of phoning it in. And to be it's fair, it's it's a t- it's a tough job, and there's a lot to to fit in in a small amount of time. But it was like all of my free time was basically spent doing that, researching, uh, finding out things yeah. that you know no one else is going to ask. This is all off like the that. clock stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. We, we tried to balance. I mean, I I basically let rich run wild with the art section as long as he covered city council every week like i said i say okay here's your shit you job. have a free pass here's your right. shit job make sure you cover the stuff go. that they took off youtube right yeah okay like, go right. go cover whatever you want you know right. like you yeah. get me interesting art story as long as they're playing local i don't care who you interview but you got to do city council there's there's your trade-off you know like and and so we made it work we made a balance out of everything that we did right um and that seems like a pretty fair thing yeah, it it was. Not I mean, I council meetings go four hours. I, I even had to have my you know I was doing infinite improbability that I do for for any PAC. I was doing it, was it way back then. Yeah, that's when it was born. I was born in the Golakawana days. So I mean, I've been writing that for for a number of years, and they 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 let me kind of have that that freedom, which was great because we had this this weird kind of pocket of time uh, with Go. Where uh, nobody knew what we were either. R- well, we, nobody. In, for, first of all, we were able Still. to we were able to do what we wanted creatively because we didn't have like some. I was big running the show. Co- well, we didn't have some big. I mean, you didn't have somebody knocking on your door saying, "Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that." It was no, basically because they like, didn't. They didn't know how to cover Scranton. They knew how to cover. Uh, right, the they, Wyoming Valley. They, they, these were the days where they actually trusted you to go do your job to be a journalist. Yeah, so so we were just trusted to do our job, find and, a story, and, tell a story. Right, and we did. So yeah, we did for uh, for two years. You know, it was it was just two good years. Yeah, too. we were just able to do what we wanted to do, yeah. which I, I I think it worked. I mean, uh, I how many mean, how many I Keystone missed. Press awards did we take home? Ah, too many. It was twenty some. I think yeah. it was it was yeah. over twenty. Wait, in two and years. They, they were based on like design and beat reporting and headline writing. I mean, you don't realize how much actually goes into creating a newspaper, uh, not only every day, but as we did it, I would say most passionately, every single week. Yeah. You know, but how, how did you, but how did you get the keys to the car? Okay, so I uh, like in like working. this, and maybe maybe you're in that like really neat nebulous zone where it's I got, like I got really lucky. We don't know what to do with it, well, but we to, really don't care. It, well, to be able to <laughs> yeah. to be able to run a lot go of truth to that. To, well, there there is to be able to run go. I mean, you, it wasn't like I walked in and they're like, "Oh, you're from Scranton, go run us the Scranton newspaper." Right. I uh, it wasn't unlike that. Either, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it was close. Um, I uh, I had been with the company for a couple of years. I. I cut my teeth as a reporter up in Clark summit for the Abington journal. Uh, I got 
once I understood the the power of uh, a daily website in terms of how you can run a weekly newspaper and complement it with a daily website, I got picked up uh, and brought into the Times Leader online department. I did two years there. They, I think they saw. Uh, definitely, we touched on this a little bit. They saw a passion for being able to get out and tell people stories and and do it honestly and fairly. And so when the opportunity came up, I think I was 25 when they threw me the job. And so I was a 25 year old <clears throat> weekly newspaper writer. I was like, wow. holy shit. Yeah. So I I I took it immensely personally to be honest and fair in a town where things aren't always honest and fair. Where sure. people don't really care for that either. Well, being, they had being they fair, want, they well, want they their preconceived notions the reinforced. They do not want to hear the truth. They haven't had <laughs> they haven't had two voices uh, since the Tribune shut down in the nineties. You know, when when the Tribune got shut down, uh, this town lost another voice. This town lost a, a balanced opinion. Um, now you kind of have to. As you should with everything, but you you have to take everything in the paper with a grain of salt because there's only one voice telling the story. Right. And that's no slight on the people who get up every day and do a good, honest job. I know a lot of them. I still keep in touch with a lot of them. Right. Um, and a lot of our former bosses and colleagues are over at the Times Tribune now. Joey D. Be- yeah. I mean, <laughs> Joe, Joe Buckowitz is a managing editor at the Times Tribune. He was like my work dad. Like uh, every time I had a problem, I could go to Joe and say, How do I, how do I address this? How do I fix this? How do I tackle it? And he would always always be my litmus test for whether or not we were doing well. Um, but I mean, there you've got award-winning investigative reporters that we worked side by side with, you know, folks like Terry Morgan Biesecker. And, and now the unfortunate thing is, as we look at that whole company, not just go, but as you look at the whole company, there's people leaving in droves. Uh, there's people with four decades worth of newspaper experience and they're leaving uh, <clears throat> that company. But back to how I got, I don't know how I was lucky enough to get the job. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who, when they decide they want to be a journalist, their dream is to do something important for their hometown. Um, and I, so I took it immensely personally when somebody came to me and handed me the keys to the car and said, you're going to go run a newspaper in Scranton. Because I've, I've lived in Westside my whole life. So you bleed blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, so these weren't just people. These just weren't sources you know, they were neighbors. They were people I would bump into in the grocery store. And with everything uh, from, right from the get-go, I think it was day one, I, I walked in the door and I said, to you, I said, whatever we're going to do, we're going to cut it right up the middle. We're going to be as fair as possible, given the facts that are available to us. And that's how we played every single thing that we did. We had, um, there was a guy who got convicted for uh, a very serious arson a couple of years ago, Tommy Gervasi. He came into the office one day and uh, we had an office on Wyoming Avenue when Go was operational before they, you know, screwed the pooch and moved everything to Pittston. And that's, we'll get into that a little bit. Isn't that Luzerne County? It sure is. Ironic. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Go, don't you Go Luzerne. Didn't have the quite, quite the ring to it. <laughs> um, so uh, Tom, uh, you know, before his trial, he came in and he said, you know, I can't get a fair shake from the Scranton Times. I just want to be able to, you know, tell people my story. And, and I want to, you know, before my, uh, before I go to trial. And I said, okay. I said, you can come in here. You can you can tell me everything you need to tell me. I said, but I don't owe you anything. I said, what I owe is to the people who are going to read this. So if you come in here and you tell me your side of the story, I it's my job to go around the corner of the district attorney's office and talk to the people who are going to be prosecuting you and get their side of this case because you're not you're not getting this holier than thou story right. from me just because you feel like you're not going to get it done on Penn Avenue. <clears throat> right. And 
he was like, okay, that's all I wanted. And so, you know, those were the, those times where people would come and they, they would be looking for that opportunity to just get their piece out. And we said, we don't just owe it to you. We owe it to everybody. Right. And that's the definition of journalism, which does not exist anymore. Well, honestly, in most of the world, but very specifically, it's hard here. In Northeast PA. It's hard here. The the, uh, the city council and, and county commissioners beat, you know, uh, I would I would go there and I, I got I got embarrassed a lot of times at the the uh, the city council meetings because they would be like the the, the, the they'd be like <laughs> These are this is favorites. the paper you should be reading. These guys are fair, these guys are telling the real story and stuff, and I'm kinda like slinking down in my seat like you don't need to promote us we, like this is this is just it's my job like it's you, you don't have to the, the odd thing was we it was like a celebrity thing because people weren't people still aren't accustomed to being treated fairly in this town and i i had an inst- uh, swear to god last night i could i could tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt uh, you know there's instances where the law is not universally applied in this town Based on who Instances? you know, you, I'm not. I'm not going to get into specific. daily occurrences. Well, okay. Everybody yeah. has their own story on that. But, we okay. do not need to get into specifics. Yeah, we, we, we won't. We won't. But everybody my, listening to this just went. Uh-huh. <laughs> and again, that's not a slight on on all the people who protect themselves. But I mean, but 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 what you guys about Dave Elliott to do it. But I mean, what you guys did. No comment. Was <laughs> shut up, Jay. <laughs> but what you guys I mean was did you did you noticeably and want to be the guys who were like here's like business as usual we're gonna we're gonna buck the trend of that I didn't want to circumvent all I wanted to do was run a newspaper the way I always thought newspapers should have been run <clears throat> so the way that you thought they were supposed they to be should run. have been run right. impartial no favoritism you know you you get out and you promote the the local boy does good stories which is why when you know, the Titans play in Buffalo. You go, well, it's the closest they're going to play this year. Let's go get Mike Munchak in the sidelines. Sure. Um, and let's, you know, let's quote the hell out of him in the press conference after the game, because here's local boy done good. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it didn't matter if they were doing good in West side or, you know, for the Tennessee Titans, we were going to promote everything that we could around here. And you know, it, it, it took a turn. <laughs> it, it, uh, not, no, no, so, no, no, I mean, not, I mean, not, it wasn't, it wasn't like two straight years of like, Hey, this is fun. Actually, or was it? Was. We for had us, a lot of fun. For, for us, for us, we loved it. I mean, we, we all we all loved. It. Go is the proudest two years I had in a journalism career, and I did great thing. I did really things. I'm really proud of for the Times Leader and the Weekender, and even for the Abington Journal. But Go was the thing I I will always be proudest of. I mean, because honestly, sorry, no, go ahead. It it was always an uphill battle, mm-hmm. but we were always <laughs> loving doing it. And it, honestly, there were points, especially in the mid part when we actually thought we were going to accomplish something <laughs> where I what mean, does that you've mean? met the three of us. We were yeah. like, yeah, try and stop us. Right. We're going to keep doing it well anyway. Well, yeah. the, the, the first thing that we were fighting, uh, from, from day one till but wait, we don't, the wait, last day real quick, yeah. put a pin in that. I, I just want people to know that up until whatever this hurdle is that, or this punch in the face that happens, yeah. you guys are incredibly well respected. Correct, and I think that's yes. how we. Got At least here. as far as like fair and impartial, yeah. I, and, for the and, people who knew who we were, yes, very much. They so. knew there yeah. was no bullshit behind what we were doing. But even for the right. readers, like they were like, yeah, well, I, they, I, they were. I well still written. have people to this day, and I know Chris does too. I, I know I'm. I'm sure Jason does as well. Where uh, people still talk about it, they still say, "Oh yeah, you're the guy, and you did you you, you wrote for that paper, and that paper was great." Well, we're we're here because uh, we Tom Borthwick. I mean. Uh, 
it was as humbling as it was saddening, but Tom Borthwick was on here a couple weeks ago yeah. gushing about Go Lackawanna and, yeah. and, the, and the respect that it had. And until you hear that from somebody, you uh, there were a lot of times, and I'm sure you felt like this, Rich, yeah. but there are a lot of times we I felt like I was shouting at the wall with that newspaper. Like I felt like nobody was reading, nobody was listening, nobody was paying attention. And then to hear Tom on here talking local politics and how Go had a voice in that segment of this area, which is a huge portion of this area. Yeah. It meant a lot to hear that three years after it's been dead. A lot of the the politicians, if I if I run into them, they they they'll, you know, say, hey, you were the one guy who who did us fair, yeah. you know, who who who, yeah. t- who did the right thing, whether I agreed with them or not politically. In fact, I don't think any of them knew where I stood on any of that and stuff. They shouldn't have. Cordero loved us while we were covering his trial. Yeah, he would actually comment on what a good job we were doing. Your pictures of Bobby Cordero, and like he would literally, he would literally ever. stop. He would ignore all the other media, and he would stop and talk to me or Chris or Rich. Or he's be like, "Good job, you guys." You're and really I, doing I, a good I'm going to say something. This. I'm going to say something. This his always own trial. Bothered. He would stop to comment. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was in federal court, and he'd yeah. be, he'd be out and bullshit with Jay. It's not like we're we're writing great remember, things about. No, we're like, Bob <laughs> Cordero was at the Playboy incident? Mansion with you know, like yeah. holy. When I was wearing the flip flops and yeah. walking backwards, and he's like, "You're going to hurt yourself." You're going to hurt yourself. He was looking out for him. He was looking out for him. But his own federal trial. on. He's like, "Good choice." So here's I. When I look back at that specifically, because I not only were we writing that for Go and then repackaging all of those stories for Sunday and making them make sense, we were contributing daily bylines to the Times leader for that. So there were a lot of times we were writing on the caliber of the daily newspaper uh, because we cared so deeply about covering things honestly and accurately. You know, I I tag teamed that trial with Terry Morgan Biesecker, who I... I have the utmost respect for Terry. She's a dynamite investigative journalist. She uncovered a whole ton of shit in Luzerne County before she came up here. She, I'm, I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure she uncovered the double pension scandal up here. So that's the type of freedom fighter you kind of need. You right. need somebody in a newsroom looking out for you like that. But we tag team that. Meanwhile, the daily was running color commentary on the front page of the newspaper. Like it, it was like a circus act to them. And it was at a lot of times, but it wasn't our job to portray it as a circus act. You know, when you've got a county commissioner who goes out to the Playboy Mansion and who is, you know, who is convicted, now convicted for, you know, taking envelopes full of money, like like a bad mafia movie. Right. You know, when you've got that. Yeah, it's you kind of have to laugh. Hell of a likable guy, though. And that's that's how he was able to do what he was able to do. But when you have that happening in your hometown, it's you kind of have to step back and go, this is goddamn ridiculous. But when you when your job is to portray the facts of that and you turn it into a circus act, you've done a disservice to the justice system. Yeah. You know, and and that always like that kind of thing always bothered me. Like there was there was a there was a strict byline and then there was like color commentary like you might as well put like a caricature of uh scooby-doo no uh, well chris (laughs) kelly was the guy writing the color commentary you might as well put him in his bathrobe caricature on the front page of the newspaper every day because that's how it made it feel it 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 lessened the charges that commissioners cordero and munchak were facing because it was made comical i will preface this with i really like chris kelly he's a great guy me too hell of a music fan but the debates he and I would get into outside that courthouse over mm. his article and like me trying to kind of tell him very 
nicely that that's not journalism. journalism. That's just his opinion, which is actually true. I mean, that's his job. Did you but did you guys run into that a lot? We like well, uh, mean, like especially it, amongst your peers. Well, in covering the same beats, we there would always be contention between the Scranton Times and Go, just because. And this goes back to something we could never control. This goes back to the Cap City strike in nineteen seven in the nineteen seventies. Decades, yeah, decades. Yeah. That it was the Cap City strike of the Times Leader that formed the Citizens Voice. So there's always been beef between the Times Leader and the Citizens Voice. Now the Citizens Voice is owned by the Scranton Times and the Times Shamrock organization. And then we try and cut in on profits and news journalism. Of course, there's going to be an issue with us existing. Right. And now, that's not to say they didn't respect us. Sure. But there was always an I feel like there was always an unwritten beef. Well, it, it and it depended on, you know, who you ran into, you know. Uh, oh, it so, definitely depended some, on the reporter. Some, some reporters I'd run into and they're, you know, they kind of saw it how I saw it where I'm like, well, we're in the trenches together. It just so happened you ended up on and this company and I ended up at this company. But, you know, we're here to do the same thing. The story's not changing. Right. And right. then other people who looked at you like you were, you were the fucking devil, like you were the enemy, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, you know, either not wanting to make eye contact at all or like kind of scowling the whole time like what are you doing here you scum you well know, you gotta like- figure rich and i were 25 years old and you had guys who had journalism careers longer than we've been alive and we were on their turf and 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 we, I think we gave them a run for their money we in did. a lot of cases we because did. I would hear later on and and again I hear these stories again and again from from people who used to work there uh, things like that that would say you know yeah we used to have like regular Wait, meetings rich and I had a theory that was later <laughs> and this was my favorite theory about the paper was this like the lunchroom theory we used to say like something doesn't make it, sense no it was, is- it was the tuesday theory and here here's the math behind it we used to say that tuesday scranton times was brought to you by sunday's go lackawanna because <laughs> they would get the paper on sunday they'd be short staffed they wouldn't be able to pull the story together and we learned later on that people would apparently get our paper thrown at them monday morning in editorial meetings and say get that bucket story before the end of the day Really? And so our the stories that we had written two days prior as a weekly with far more limited space and far more limited resources was getting chased by a daily news reporter on Monday. It didn't always happen, but we always saw when it did. And, and we, we, we kind of changed the way that uh, you did reporting in the area because, you know, up until we really started, I mean, the first the first thing that we were facing was the fact that we're a weekly and our Technically, our competition is a daily. So how do you combat that? So a lot of times we would push stories up uh, through social media early. You know, we would live tweet events, uh, things like that. And this is stuff that like is very common today that everybody thinks, well, yeah, of course you did that. But this is quite a few years ago uh, and no one was doing that around here. So that kind of gave us an advantage because, uh, you know, because we were were younger guys and everything, we thought, well, you know, maybe this is how we get the youth to read newspapers. Stuff where up. people like us were going to read. Right. And there were times where we would push send on a story. We would publish the story before the Scranton Times had it. If you check the timestamps on oh, our we stories. We crushed versus, them on the internet. Yeah. We absolutely destroyed them on the internet. And they knew and it made them so angry. It drove them up a wall. Because like not, not, not only were we were we publishing the story before them, we were Facebooking about it. We honestly we really shouldn't have even had a printed edition. We should have been a, a web thing because we, we killed it. Like We did. We if did. something happened, if we I were didn't, done with the story, I'm gonna, photos published, and they'd be like, "What? What happened?" I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say something that I, I don't think a lot of people out of, out, at least outside of you guys, know. Uh, th- I was working on devising a plan to build a web-only newspaper. I even remember the name. 
you, I know. Do, do you still own? The, I still, I still okay. own. So don't, don't give it up. I'm not going to say. But um, <laughs> we still own. All it was alliterative. That's yeah. all I'll say. What do you call those? FTPs. Uh, no. Yeah, FTP. Yeah, URL. Um, URLs, that's what they are. But I, don't, I, I don't know much about the internet. Www's. <laughs> I um I couldn't afford the risk. I have I have two kids, and and I'll get back to them in a moment because they play into how I treated my job very importantly. But I couldn't take the risk to try and run a newspaper on my own with right. no financial backing. Um, you know, so I, I was never able to pull the trigger. And so I, that's why I respect so tremendously what Rich has done because he, he's taken what he did so well for both go and the weekender and turned it into this beautiful community building publication. When you look at, and it, you don't, don't get sappy on me, but I'm going to get sappy on you. <laughs> But um, when Lauren you, almost ugh. Lauren almost smiled at you. When you look at what Rich has <laughs> built, she's very happy today as she told when, us. Yeah. Yes. When you look at what Rich has been able to build by supporting local artists, you realize the power that online journalism can have. You know, a lot of people would look at, uh, you know, features writing, and trust me, I've been a features writer. It's not all fucking glamour. Um, <laughs> uh, they would look at, they would thumb their nose at it. You know, the, writing the uh, you know writing stories about local bands or writing stories about poets or or uh, capturing people's you know favorite home recipes. A lot of people would thumb their nose at that, but when you give a shit about the people around you, you're able to capture their spirit, and so that's that's what Rich has done with NEPA scene, and that's what I was going to try and build with this online newspaper. But with two kids at home, you can't give up the ghost with something like that. I had to put food on the table and. The reason why why Go worked as long as it did is at the end of every day, I had to pack up my shit, go home, and I had to look my wife in the face. I had to look my kids in the face and know that I was doing something honest to put food on the table. I wasn't trying to one-up anybody. I wasn't trying to- uh, Compromise you know, your integrity. I wasn't compromising my integrity because if I did, it compromised theirs by association. I wasn't going to put that on their back. So I- I had a responsibility. I had as much a responsibility to my kids who, you know, couldn't read half of the crime stories that we wrote because of the nature of the articles as much as I did to the public who was reading them because they were, they were their friends and neighbors that were getting accused. I mean, so behind the scenes, yeah, which most people don't know. They just like, Oh, there was a paper. There's not a paper anymore. It's like the little paper that couldn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? It did pretty. No, damn but well. I mean, but that's but that's no, in but hindsight. You're right. You're right. But that like, is very accurate. Yeah, but like given 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 the freedoms that you guys had, and given the integrity that you put into it, yeah. it was almost like. Well, a lot of people, you know, ask all the time. Well, what happened? What happened? Where so did it go? So that's all right. My question. That's where you're going. So that's where you're going from higher up in our own company of them trying to hold us back. Yes. I well, uh, I felt that way for for a, for a long time. We were kind of let off the leash, and it was it was a blessing. It really so when, know, but what I'm ta- what I'm talking about is like when was the choke collar like March 2012. What's uh, the that's very specific. Um, I got what did I do? No, <laughs> <laughs> you went back to Buffalo. You. you added levity. I did go back to Buffalo. You added levity to probably the deepest part of this, <laughs> and I need it. Um. I got called into an editorial meeting uh, at our offices. The Times Leader owns a bunch of community newspapers. A lot of people don't know this. They own Abington Journal, Dallas Post, uh, Sunday Dispatch in Pittston. Um, and uh, so we had a we had a hub in uh, right in downtown Pittston. Not downtown Pittston. We, we had a hub in Pittston. And uh, so I got called an editorial meeting. Were they there. still privately owned at the time? Yes. Yes. Okay. At the time. Yeah. Okay. At the very time. end of it, though. 
Uh, yeah, this was probably the last full year that they were privately uh, owned. privately owned. Okay. Um, so I got called an editorial meeting, and it was uh, my boss Joe, who I'd still have lunch with Joe. I, he's one of my best friends, and um, Dottie Martin, who's uh, now. Um, God, I don't know what her title is, but Dottie was one of my first editors. She taught me a lot about, uh, you know, the, the balance of, uh, laying out a newspaper and, and you know, what you owe a reader, uh, the craft of it. The, the, yeah, really. Yeah. Because I mean, I, Dottie was my editor two days a week. When I became a full-time staff writer at the Edmonton journal in May of 06, our editor had just left. So I was a full-time staff writer, fresh out of college with an associate's degree. And I had an editor for two days a week. So I was like, holy shit, how do I do this? Um, and she was a great litmus for a lot of things. Um, she was community news manager at the time. And uh, we had a meeting and they said, you know, we're, we're changing the scope of, of Go. And I said, well, why? What's, what's wrong editorially? What are we not doing that's holding up to the standard? And they said, well, it's, it's not selling well. And we, <laughs> we had a number of it. They had recently, right before that meeting, I, I want to say. Wasn't they, it a dollar? Every Saturday, 50 cents, 50 cents every Sunday. Okay. 50 cents every Sunday. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we had, I feel like just before that we had a general manager that was busting his ass to, uh, you know, put dollars on the paper and get advertising. We had actually, and no, nobody knows this, but we were trying to bring back the, the Tribune had a, a section that people loved. It was the Brown pages on Sunday. It was the social pages. And we were going to bring back the Brown pages. We were going to shove that thing down the Scranton times throat with a chimney sweeps brush. We had this grant, we were going to do them in Brown. We we're going to do the whole nine yards. We had an advertiser to pay for the pages that was going to make it worth our money what was it what was that it was just it was just going to be like engagement photos and graduation reunions and things like that yeah it was like a pullout section of the times my baby picture from 84 is in a brown section of the tribune (laughs) in my attic somewhere (laughs) sorry jay i just sung jay i i I was by far the oldest person yeah i don't think (laughs) (laughs) no one's ever older than you that says your boss ever older than me And, you know, we, we touched on this a little bit before, but, um, you know, our general manager, you know, no, of no fault of his own, he would run into a lot of instances where he would go to a local business and say, hi, I'm from Go Lackawanna, where the Times leaders Scranton Sunday newspaper. And they go, we can't do business with you because we, you know, we provide XYZ service. And I don't know if this is true, but they would say, you know, we provide XYZ service to, you know, the daily and we'd lose a lot of business if we advertise with you. And that's, that's the unfortunate stranglehold of a one newspaper town. And so we would run into that both editorially and advertising. So they have no advertising alternative. That's well, that they, business. They, they, they know where their bread and butter is. And they, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to put the, were we gonna the say, bread Lauren? butter side down on the floor. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> because I'm, I'm a little confused. Not, okay. Just to understand there's one newspaper. There's one daily in Scranton. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So the argument is, is that if they, yeah, it, no, I get it. You know, it's like yeah. the billboard. You know, so if you only have one, there's no option for you, and you don't want to piss off the only option you have. Plus, you you had the fact that um, they they had a guy who was going out and selling, and then they pushed him out the door, and uh, they they really never. I I think at they this never point, figured out how to make money with. Gold. Yeah, there was there was a, a a real problem with the salespeople who didn't seem to understand how to sell in Scranton, who didn't really want to send people to Scranton. It didn't seemed like care. you know, yeah. Well, there was so many that were based in Wilkes-Barre. Mm-hmm. I think they just they either didn't want to leave their desk or they were chained to it. And I'm whatever sure you guys have be. seen this, but there there's an invisible wall between Luzerne and Lackawanna County. 
right and there's a lot that of people, people don't want to cross it. whether it's to go see a show or just to go shopping or you know in this case uh to to go sell ads and unfortunately there really wasn't people dedicated to selling it so i i, I at the end of the and day if they were they hit those kind of stone it wasn't about the about. content it had nothing to do with the content right. but it had to do with them but, not selling it but they could blame the content and on how they the, can't sell it and switch the focus which is what had happened which we, is what happened um i I broke down um, in that meeting in Pittston. They they said we're we're changing the model of going. I said, well, what are you going to do? And they said, well, we're going to do a, a community edition. I said, what does that mean? They said, well, we're going to focus on what was it? West Side, West Scranton, just West Scranton, just not the West rest Scranton. of Scranton, not the rest of Scranton, one fifth, yes. effectively of Scranton. Taylor, Taylor and Old Forge. Yes, was that the three? The, Taylor, yeah, Old yeah, Forge. Was, okay, what? That was it. Uh, yes. And I, I and, and honestly, I think Old Forge should secede to Luzerne County. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't but feel I, like they're really part of us. <laughs> I don't feel like they really want to be. Like I really feel like they want to leave like, oh. the Confederate. So let them the Confederate go. Borough of Old Forge. Go yeah. devils. Redraw the boundaries. Yeah. All right. So 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 I the brown the brown the brownies the um, brownies. So. I and I, I've told this story to, to Rich a hundred times. I, I I physically broke down. I I and I said you. I said not only, I I cried in that meeting. I'm not proud to say it, but I cried in that meeting. I said if you change, was this a surprise to you? Absolutely. I there was not any sort of indicator that they were going to call me into this meeting and say. We're gonna we're gonna change the the entire direction of this newspaper. We're gonna wipe out all of the all of the hard news that you've been doing. You're not gonna cover council anymore. You're not gonna cover the county commissioners. You're not gonna do crime and court news. You're gonna do community journalism, not community journalism plus all those things. Just community journalism. So they were gonna go back effectively to the model that had failed them with the Scranton edition. It seems like an impulse in, in bias an stupidity. area in an area that that really didn't make any sense because if if you're looking at it geographically, uh, first of all, I and and right after this meeting and they came down to explain this to me, my first question uh, was was okay. Let me give an example. <laughs> the mayor is walking down the street and he gets shot, and he's shot in South Scranton. You don't cover it. I can't cover it because we're supposed to cover West Scranton. The answer to that question was yes. Is so this, if he got shot in West, so, Grand, you could so cover if he, it. yeah, if he got so so here's like the biggest news that could possibly happen, you would think, right? And then we physically could not cover it because of this invisible line. Or if he was from West Granton, yeah, <laughs> he had to be from West Granton. And then to 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 then branch out into Taylor and Old Forge, it was like, well. At that point, I, I'm not horribly familiar with everything that goes on there, but I can tell you that it's gonna we're gonna be stretching it when it comes to stories, and and again, it was like pizza and too, stop it, it was it's you know it was too too bad too bad, and it, to give you a perspective of how much we were stretching this, uh, I, I I was given an assignment. And was uh, it was it was a I was given a release and it said these kids uh, from this town this town this town and this town are going are in this uh, music competition or whatever and I'm like well the, the the competition it looks like is is already over so I'm like why why are we gonna do something on this but it was like oh well this person here in this this release is is from Taylor so you can write about them and I looked at it and I was wait a minute but he didn't win. 
<laughs> win this contest. And, and they said, yeah, but, just but yeah, you're writing but you about have, the loser. Now. So I had to write about one of the losers in a, in a music competition because for of kids. His geographic location. Bec- so, so, so the focus of the story obviously should be on the kid who won. Was the or, kid like, why are you calling me? Uh, yeah. That's exactly like the, pa- the parents were like, really? I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to turn down like you logic. writing about our kid. It defied logic. But yeah, that's, that's exactly the kind of direction they wanted to take this. And they thought this was a good idea. And I said, so meanwhile, I'm going to give up the city council, county commissioner. I said, I could tell you right now, a a lot of the readers that I talk to on a regular basis, that's the reason they pick us up. That's like the they, only they enjoy that, you know, that, that our, our unbiased, uh, you know, yep. uh, focus when it comes to, uh, you know, city and county government. You're just going to throw that out. Yep. Okay. We couldn't shoot concerts at Montage anymore because, because it was, it was, music. It was music. And yeah. I was there anyway, shooting them for the weekend. We couldn't run them. And we couldn't run the photos in Go that, that I was shooting anyway that were already paid for in our network by yeah. another paper that was owned by our company and they wouldn't let us cover or post photos yeah even though they already own them even though they already own them they already paid me unless like the merch manager because it was all forge (laughs) (laughs) and the merch manager was never never from from forge Forge. they're all from pittston um (laughs) so this happened so no taylor so this was March 2012. We couldn't shoot it. That's why we couldn't do it. This is March 2012. I told my, they knew that. Uh, yeah. They presume where the money was, I guess. Um, they, I, I looked both of my bosses in the face. I said, you are going to kill this. I said, not only are you going to kill this newspaper. I said, I can't lead a paper. I don't believe in anymore. And about two weeks later, I got my old job offer back. And so I went down to the times leader and, and, actually wrapped up my career down there. Um, I ran the weekender for what was it? Three months. Yeah. I ran the weekender for three months. And at the time, Richard transitioned out of go and into, cause I, obviously I saw the weekender. writing on the wall too. Right. Which so I, I didn't know what I was going to do. And, and what's funny is, is at that moment, so we uh, were editor and staff writer again. Yeah. In, so in, I really was the last one at go. Aside from Don and Roger, yeah. Well, I mean, of the three of us, yeah, yeah. Was, out of the three of us, yeah, Don because Don McGlynn became the editor after me. Don's a great guy, and uh, Roger Dupuy, who's now working at a newspaper out of Central Pennsylvania down Harrisburg area. Yeah, um, does he work with Tyler? No, he doesn't work oh, with Tyler, but he'd be amazing. Tyler. I got we, we got lucky. We we had great interns. Tyler Miles was uh, an intern that we picked up from Lackawanna College, and Matt Morgus. I think we picked up out of high school. <laughs> we did pick him up. Jesus well, Christ! Well, he started with he with started with Lello. a weekender when he was like seven. He started with Lelo when he I was think he six, was seven, six years old. <laughs> um, and Lelo was like, "Well, can you carry stuff?" He was writing about the and, daycare uh, scene. So, so uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, and but now, we. In full I assume you're being I facetious. Still work for Matt Morgus. Matt was yeah. Matt was honestly four. probably about fourteen. Four. He, he went to Temple. Yep. This is a person who I once threw against a fence at Montage because I felt he was disrespecting people like the ticket takers and stuff, and mm-hmm. I got so mad and I was like, Matt, stop being an asshole. But was he? <laughs> he was. Being he, oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm sure in that moment I, I was, was also accosting a 17 year old when I was like 35 years old. <laughs> 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 but he deserved it. Um, but Matt Matt runs a really successful yeah, app development company out of Philly now. Started his own app and website design company, and now he pays me lots. And of Tyler went on writing. to be a, a, Tyler's, a staff writer. Tyler's a full on staff at, reporter at the Carlisle Sentinel. Yeah. So it, it's it's cool. So that, we did we did so good none things of us work in journalism people. anymore. 
<laughs> we really hooked some up. Yeah, kids we up got some. We got some well, Wait, it was, how, it how? was funny in, in 2013 uh, when when things were winding down, and I and devolved. we both saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, it, things devolved to the to the point of utter stupidity. Um, <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah, I I actually bought NEPAScene.com then in 2013, and I reserved yeah. the the Facebook and the Twitter for it. Um, and I kind of held on to that because I was like, you know what? Uh, we, Chris we, Hughes gave me a good idea we, one day. We had talked about... <laughs> had, they were both telling we, me about we their secret both. projects that yeah. I wasn't yeah. allowed to talk about. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, he was our black hat. Like he yeah. was like he was the shady guy in the well. He's still the shady guy in the corner, but he's, he, <laughs> because as much as I wanted to do a straight up Scranton newspaper, just like just like uh, you know, go been ahead of all of this. I I was somehow the last person to leave the whole company completely. Yeah, but how you hung on? For I so don't. Long yeah, I have no idea. I don't know how you dealt with that shit, to be honest. Can I can I talk about my oh, we, we, my leaving the Times in a, in a moment? Because I we think will. we should all get to to how we left. Because yeah, yeah, uh, tw- uh, 2013 comes and and so I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna this is this will be uh, this will be what I have to do because I, I at this point I felt like we had come too far and accomplished too much and made a name for ourselves and yep. built this career and this reputation yep. and it was like, why throw that all away? Because wherever I go, I'm going to have to start all over again, you know, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I had I had this, you know, uh, you know, we, we had talked about doing the the, the, the Scranton. The, the Scranton paper online. Scranton, Scranton online paper online. The biggest cost. What's the biggest cost for, cost for a newspaper? The printing. Ink, right. ink and paper. Yep. Which, uh, by the way. I, and a giant fucking newsprint. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's put a pen in the distribution, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, that was the other thing that killed it. Um so in, in 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 that time, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I got a call saying like, hey, something open up at the Weekender, and I'm like, well, you know, as much as I want to do like a Scranton newspaper, I thought entertainment news would be a lot easier to get into and to start something up, and especially as a startup. So that's where NEPA scene kind of you know got its roots, and then. I got this call about, you know, working at the weekender and I was like, well, you know what? It's a steady paycheck. And, yep. you know, at that point, the the company still wasn't, uh, they you still know, were solvent. They're still yeah, doing good things. It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't taken over by oh, a, a huge, <laughs> it wasn't taken over by a, a huge unfeeling corporation. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make that leap over there. But I kind of, I kept renewing any PA scene every year because I'm like, I, I still don't feel like things are totally stable. So but the distribution, I think was a big thing that, that I think we should, we should mention I don't about the death of Go Lackawanna. Um, let, let me, let me, again, let me, let me give you some perspective in terms of their mindset. Okay. People would get it on their doorstep. They would get thrown on their doorstep on on Sundays, or in their rain gutter, or in their rain gutter, or in their bushes, or in their trees. And these were people who had not subscribed. They had not subscribed to, to it. Newspaper. And so, wait, wait what? <laughs> okay, we so were, we, let's launch. We had, a, we had a very controlled littering campaign. Yes. Huh? Let let uh, here here's an idea. Let's launch. Lauren's a, head just literally spun 360 degrees. Let's let's launch a newspaper that we want to succeed in an area that we don't know much about, and, and we want to leave like a good impression. Let's <laughs> let's litter on people's lawns as that as that that's their first impression of the paper. Okay. Remember when I saw the Obama picture in the gutter, and yeah. ripped up part of the newspaper, and I'm like, oh man, we really distribute well. It was a photo I took of the president, the president of, of the, the United, United States, States of America, America at Scranton High School. I'll never forget in it when we got the gutter. alert when we got the alert that he was coming to Scranton High. 
uh, he, uh, I called, I said, I looked over the, I had a partition in front of my desk. I looked over the the thing. I said to Rich, I said, you're going to cover the president next week. And he goes here. <laughs> I called him. I said, you want to go take pictures of the president next, uh, next week? And he goes of the United States. <laughs> Like nobody knew what to do. Obama was coming to our backyard. I took my girlfriend. I'm sure you did. You took your girlfriend to everything I said. You she do. was impressed. <laughs> Actually, she wasn't. She was cool as shit. See, but wait, so wait, so wait. How did you see the president in the gutter? We were going to work, and this was literally one of the last days he was at. Because it was months yeah, after. Yeah, because Obama was there. Like was, I want to say it was like after. March March of 12. Not months, weeks after. And yeah. we're walking into the Go Lackawanna office. Wyoming Avenue. There you go. Still empty. And, and Still empty. I just looked down. Still orange. And there was Still the co- open copy of Go Lackawanna all torn up and tattered in the gutter. And it was like foreshadowing. <laughs> well, you know, like, that, that's the thing. Here's, here's it, where people think we you're going to launch a newspaper a that you, you want people to see to go back far enough and and then not have a subscription model. There literally was no subscription. If I wanted the paper, if I want if I I, I love Go Lackawanna, I want 100 copies on my doorstep every day that I will pay for. They would tell you no. My parents you couldn't tried to have subscribe that. like eight times. Yeah, and Marky, our own I would drive it. Would not I would send drive it to their house, to people's houses. That's how I passionate we were not. about this freaking. If paper. somebody wanted to read that paper and they call me and they said, "I don't want to find," I would say, "Where do you live?" Really, bring it to you. I the editor of the paper will because hand deliver. We your could own not copy. rely on anyone like in distribution to do their job. We could not rely on anyone. Is there. this like the kid with the paper route? Or is that's what is felt? this? That was my Monday morning. Well, it was some. Com- I, I, th- I think it was some company out of Jersey or something that they hired to just throw the papers oh, there everywhere. Was, there was a third party distributor that they hired that just that was that, that was, was money, awful. Money well, but here's the thing: is I would call up our company, our people that worked here, and they couldn't, would just couldn't you not even subscribe to it? I, I could not. Yeah, I could not subscribe to the paper that I wrote for. Staff writer, he couldn't subscribe. But, but here's the thing: is is that I would tell people like, okay, I I have talked to these businesses; they want it. I have talked to these businesses; they're they're piling up. It's, this place, it's is, money. I, yeah, I would this is money. You're this. throwing we're, it away. We're handing I would, you money. I would go downtown on Monday morning, <laughs> go to all the Go Lackawanna obnoxious orange boxes, take all you of the papers out, least. and then I would go into Northern Light and leave them there and then i would go into eden and leave them there and then i'd go into the bog and leave them there and i'd go into dunkin donuts and mcdonald's and i would just empty our own boxes and take them to places and i would sit and then watch 25 people pick them up and start reading them and marky was the kind of thing people read them covered cover like people would just sit there and read it and like read they it would digest it. that paper so where's the epic fail on this it was it was March of twelve. It was yeah. the it was the switch that they flipped. But, but, but did you ever get? Did anyone ever explain to any of you no. why that was? Why I have, that direction I have very was taken? little closure no. with Go, which is probably why I continue to be bitter about it. Um, <laughs> Are we bitter? I, I need I I salty. I'm salty. Salty. What is it? Fifteen. <laughs> no. Fifteen, 15 milligrams. milligrams. I'm, I'm at least forty-five. Oh, yeah. Fifteen milligrams. milligrams of salt <laughs> would be a lot, wouldn't it? I, yes, it would. <laughs> I don't know if bitter is the right word, but I. I As a a journalist, you'd like to end the story. Yeah, you want the period. I never got an end. I never found out why. So when you sat in that meeting, like you didn't look and say, whose fucking idea is this? Oh, he did. Yeah. But you never got an answer? Never got an answer. I mean, it was was obviously on a pay grade higher than mine. 
which you know that's fine that's that's those people were paid to make those decisions but I, mark i i shit you not i sat in that meeting i cried i had i had to take 10 minutes after the meeting to compose myself just so i could i could leave and not be embarrassed in front of my colleagues that were working in the office next to where i had this meeting and it, at the piston sunday dispatch. i'm pretty sure he left the meeting and both sent both me and rich a text that said we're fucked i may have if you check the AT&T cell phone records, I may but, have. but the thing is, is like you're you're doing well. We were who who we were doing who, quote unquote work. screwed the pooch on this. It's hard to like, say. Like can you like it, is is it, it just a systemic it is hard to it's, say. It's uh, just based on the way it was run, it had to be a publisher or president situation. There were there were two guys at the top that made a lot of the decisions. And I mean, I have my thought based on how one of them ran the the business operation side of it. I mean, do you think it was somebody like sitting at breakfast eating their over easy eggs going like, eh, we should do this. And then like the decision was made. I'll say this of, of the two people that I'm talking about, one was not a systemic newspaper publisher. So they weren't making sound news decisions. Right, this was someone who didn't have the this experience was, was a for the position yeah, but, yeah, that they, they had had, but, but, which is a problem they have but, now. But also looking at it, <laughs> what, what we were talking about before, I mean, you say this guy is a businessman. Right. Yeah. You're 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 telling but him because, I can't subscribe to the own pa- my yes. only paper. Yes. And as a businessman, you don't go, well, why aren't we doing that? Right. That <laughs> Whether it's the news or business, either way you look it's, at it, it's stupid. Right. So, Am I right here? Yeah. It was unsound business practice or or news practice. Either way, well, business essentially. But I mean, it's, I mean, at the end the of the day, you, you, somebody yeah, has to pay yeah, for it. Yeah, there's a difference between front office and the the people with the boots on the ground in a situation like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between the the people who you know have their you know offices on the first floor of the Times Liquor Building on 15 North Main, recarpeted three times in a year, versus whether or not my people could get their fucking newspaper. So that's but that just doesn't make sense to me. It still doesn't make sense to us either. And that's, I mean, that's why we're here, because a lot of people don't know. And we this may not give closure to anybody, but at least people can know we're as frustrated about the death of go as anybody else. Probably more so. Right. I mean, can you can either one any three of you say confidently that people miss that paper? Absolutely. All the time. Can you say I, the mic. I would Absolutely. not. Absolutely. <laughs> I would why, why I would not have believed it three years later <laughs> until I heard Tom talk about it last week. Or wait, you had no wait. So you had no. I mean, concept. Pe- people of- would still talk to me. I I you know in in what I do now. I you know I often I I have to call people and and tell them where I work now and 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 go. You know I'm not with the the news anymore. But and they go oh well you you know you were always so so kind and so fair and so you know whatever happened I say you know God I wish I could tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, you know, to, to hear a guy like Tom who, and we worked, we reported on the Cox, the campaign, you know, we, uh, I subscribed to Tom's blog cause I felt like at least he was given or not. He, he could have a completely unfiltered pitch on politics when he was running that blog. So we, I kind of got interested in the things he was trying to build, but to hear him talk about it, the way he talked about it three years after it was dead and gone was like, holy shit, people still talk about people still remember it well yeah Yeah. exactly like i said i still run into the politicians i still run into a lot of people i interview and a lot of the the connections that i made over the years that have kind of continued all the way through nepa scene you know had their roots there they all started there is there any hope for it coming back for humanity No. no just like something along the ilk of that 
Well, I mm, there's always unless, hope. If you you find me a benefactor, <laughs> you mm. you find me some some ghost investor that. I mean, if a Howard Hughes came out of the woodworks right now and was yeah. like, "You three, we would all quit our jobs and do it," but don't tell our bosses that. I'd go part time. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't tell wait. my boss. I got that. good it's benefits. I got good benefits. What am I going to do? <laughs> and I love what I do, but um, yeah. I mean, did that, did that, did that sully, I mean, Jay, you seem like you're impervious to anything. I, well, if I tell the story of how, I mean, and this was years after Golakawana was gone. Please do. Tell tell your story. My story of leaving. I know you've wanted to. You were the last to leave. So I was the last to leave the company in general. So, so, okay. So let's, let's go, let's go. It was me. Timeline wise. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so March of 12, they, uh, they hand me the cancer notice for go. Uh, and then I uh, I got picked up. I went back to the Times Leader. I ran the Weekender for three months as interim editor because uh, their old editor left. In that time, Rich became my staff writer, and uh, they were looking for a full time editor. I didn't want the job. My wife didn't want me to have the job of a full time editor again because she knew what it would would take on. And she kind of gotten accustomed to seeing my face during regular hours again. Uh, and I they had two failed interviews, and I said, I think your editor is sitting right underneath your fucking nose. And I said. Let Rich run the paper quietly for three weeks. See what he does. See if you like what he does. And if he does, you got your staff where you got your editor. So long story short, Rich becomes the editor of the weekender. I get bumped back over the times leader. I bounce in between news reporter job and features reporter job, which was the most thankless position I had. Not because I didn't enjoy feature writing. It's because I felt like what I was doing as a feature writer wasn't appreciated. Uh, there was always a preconceived notion of what my stories were going to be and you know, the truth is stranger than the fiction or what you think right. is going to happen. So, uh, so I started looking right around the, t- and without knowing they were selling, I started looking cause I was dissatisfied. I, I felt like I wasn't doing my best work and I didn't want that to be a reflection. Right. I was pissed off going to work every day and I didn't want it to start showing through my writing. So I started looking and, uh, Long story short, I ended up back at my alma mater, and now I'm doing uh, public relations and uh, website management and social media management for Lackawanna College. So I've been doing that since August of 2013. Uh, in that time, the Times Leader organization bought, got bought by an outside company uh, called Civitas Media. And in the time that I was looking, my boss, who I always look to for, as my litmus test, announced that he was leaving the Times Leader, I think, Labor Day? week yeah, that I, year yeah it was around there so it was like i left and then two weeks after i left he was gone um terry morgan left you know it, in the time that i was looking there were people dropping like roger flies. left and came back and left and came back well roger roger <laughs> went to roger left the scranton times and went to go and then he was all over the place he bounced a couple different and, the, and that's kind of it's it's a reflection of where media is in general across the country right now uh there there's it's it's not a stable uh, job at all and you get bounced around a lot and different owners take well, because over because unless and- you're writing about Donald Trump's latest racist rant you're not making the can, headlines can we at, at any point talk about all of Donald Trump's similarities to Hitler that's I think that's another. That's a whole. I think that's a different easy. podcast. There's an entire. I, I, I don't want any. I almost started with that, that debate one. with my military father and brother today, and thankfully you didn't. Forty-five seconds into it, I said, "I have to go do a podcast," and they said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did you get out? 
Well, well, you got the editor job. Yeah. October of 13. Right. No, October of 12. 12. 12, yeah. So as yeah. Go because was we dying. To, we have to okay. determine you, the timeline. You yeah. were you were getting the new job at the weekend because it was right after we did the Primus 3D cover. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that was awesome. That, was, yeah. that Primus that was show really was cool. the best. By the way, Rich was the only person that year to interview Primus locally. Other publications stole quotes from Billboard.com. <laughs> oh, we, oh boy they're Let's playing with tool about that Some i saw that yeah they are playing with tool i can't wait to see that so because so, i, I want to uh, he's the cherry on top yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I haven't heard <laughs> yeah. that story yeah. you haven't yeah. heard this story no, no i don't know he did okay best. so so i i took i took over at weekender for a while uh i was there for about two years oh, or so years. you were there well, coincidentally you were there almost as long as i was a go yeah and the 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 worst part about it is, is like you finally get the like like when i got the call saying that that you know i i was going to be the editor i was just i was so excited i was so elated i was so happy you did such a good job and it yeah. happened. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I like to take credit for some of your journalistic integrity. <laughs> I almost, I almost, uh, sad, sadly, I, I look back at a lot of that and I, I want to forget a lot of it, unfortunately, because right. But boy, at the beginning, it was good. Right. Yeah. Right. Right after. Uh, I did. That was kind of when they they started saying, "Okay, now we're going to be taken over by Civitas, and here's the way Civitas is going to run things." And that's when it all that's when it all went to shit at that point, because um, you know I I was used to that creative freedom. I was used to you know being able to uh, do what we wanted to do and on a, 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 at least a modest budget. And it was like I I came into it and it was like oh here here are the other experienced editors that had you know more more experience or time than you. Uh, they they had they they had a bigger budget. You're gonna have to work with about half of what they're doing, and you're gonna have to you know get it done by uh, talking to people through a computer who are in Ohio uh, assembling your paper. And it was just they <laughs> at, at this point this was when uh just it, the the atmosphere completely changed uh because I mean I, obviously I'll kill her. yeah uh the 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 newsroom was just bleak because everyone didn't know when the chopping block was coming from them like but the, why, pic- but why so, don't the picture that people have of journalists is miserable people what like you could have painted a norman rockwell painting of it in the building right like it was it was that sad and despondent because you're you're watching entire departments of people you've worked with for years get eliminated just just and get outsourced. pushed out the door without a, a, a second thought when you you're walked into that newsroom it actually felt like sadness 10 degrees colder than the rest of the world yeah it was it was just it was just death everywhere it was terrible so i mean it it, it was constantly uh and trying some of the most talented people to work in journalism right and and you're trying to stay positive about the community and put on this face and and talk about things in this this great way and, and, and you're, in, in you're interviewing people when you get down there like oh i hear things are changing in your newspaper you go okay we're done here <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're 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 dying inside but you're trying to you know project that like oh everything is great in Northeast PA, well, you try you know, to continue wonderful. to be a pro. Yeah, you know, and and that was it was really difficult to do when uh, you had people now breathing down your neck, telling you what to do, what to change, uh, that sort of thing. And, and pe- like people who didn't know Hugo Zelinsky from uh, Mayor Layton in Wilkesbury, like uh, trying to tell you what they're, your they're, front they're page news really was. different people. They're very different people. And then the one's bald. The the, mo- <laughs> the most frustrating thing about it is when when you know looking back. 
it's like I spent two years, you know, doing everything that I was told. Whether wh- whatever storm it was, I had to weather it. You know, it was like or cover oh, it. Yeah, it, it was just whatever you whatever was was coming along. I had to deal with it. If if we had staff changes, if we had layoffs, if we had uh, time constraints, if you we adapted. had crazy people that we had to deal with uh, through computers instead of actually you know building the 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 paper where it belonged in the city that it would that we were reporting on. Uh, I, I, it was, it was so frustrating and it was so difficult. And then to be rewarded with that loyalty with a pink slip is, <laughs> is, is the worst stab in the back. On the day possible. you're covering one of the biggest cultural events to come into the city on a yearly basis. Right. Exactly. What was that? <laughs> well, uh, warp tour. Uh, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, um, got called in. I events. was called in. I was told that I had to leave the warp tour to come in for a, for a meeting midday, midday. Uh, so I, after, after doing, you know, uh, sweating my ass off, running around, uh, covering music that at this point, obviously I'm too old for. So I'm like, you know, I had uh, again, spend a lot Who's of time doing guy? research and everything else because it's like, I don't even know who these people are anymore. You know, it was so different from when I f- covered it years ago. I need a warp tour reunion not show. Allowed to That's cover what that I warp need. Tour, remember? Yeah. yeah. I need, I, I need a warp tour reunion show. No. Not that day. It, no. Yes, I I need a vet, no. I need a veteran yeah. show. No, there has yeah. to be a you who. Some of my favorite I, bands I discovered through, oh. and and it was it was one of those things where Some of the I, worst too. I, I just need Goldfinger to play. Yeah, I knew it was awesome. happening, but I didn't want to believe it was happening because it it's like when you're when you're that loyal to something, when you believe in something that much, and when you put that much passion and effort, you're like, mm-hmm. there's no way they can get rid of me. Mm-hmm. There's no way. That they would do something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you just you can't imagine that someone would do that to you. Well, Mark, not only you have to realize, even back to to when I was taken over, just for a short amount of time, I was setting up the next editor to have pieces of the paper. We reorganized our listings so we could sell them. You know, we we broke out entire sections of the weekenders' listings so they could be sold and actually gather more revenue as things that were just emailed into the weekender and shoved into a word document and put back and updated every week and put it into the paper. We said, if we break this out, we can make money with this thing. And you know, so we, you do everything you can. We we started to get more savvy after watching go die because they said they couldn't slow it. We, I decided I, if I ever got a chance to do something like that again, I was going to set the next person up for success and give them Ad revenue possibility, right? But I don't, I don't, I don't want to have this misconception where you guys are like, we wanted to do what we wanted to do, and that's all we no, wanted to do. Like you guys were concerned we did, about revenue and everything. Yes, we had Absolutely. to be because it was, it was. If we walked in and the lights wouldn't turn on, it was on us, right? And I mean, if and, we saw, if we created an unsellable product, that was on us. But you know, and the the thing was with Go is they never pulled us into those meetings. We never had those conversations because they didn't want us to be a part of that. So the, they the weeklies were always on an island, right? Exactly. We were always on on the island, and they were in the main base in Wilkes Barre. So we You're really still never a source had those of revenue. I don't know why. You don't but here, here I am in the same building as these people now, and sitting in paid, meetings and getting paid salary and getting and paying for health benefits. Yeah, and and and, like and telling them here's what we need to do to make money and we had salespeople that refused to go out and sell uh we i mean literally uh, how do you have a salesperson is like i don't feel like it yeah yeah that's exactly it <laughs> we i mean it was it was it was frustrating it was beyond frustrating and then you had uh you know an editor come in that uh you know wasn't from the area didn't really understand the area and uh, led to some very poor leadership decisions that uh, continue to affect it to this day. Which and I can, you, know, you can, you can, you know, say, oh well, you know, he's just bitter and he's just this and that. 
we cited the citizens voice before i i guess i could cite them again you know they uh, just did an article the other day about all of the issues going on at at their competition at the times leader and you see is it the paper war the newspaper wars that's the newspaper war yeah you know, yeah that yeah. that which uh that <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll mention that at some point. I but. feel like there should be newsies out in the street but, fighting each other. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, well, that's what <laughs> they act battles? like. Uh, when, whenever the the Citizens Voice and the Times Leader go back and forth, I always have to laugh because uh, they they use the term newspaper war all the time. Because uh, to to give you a perspective of how much things change, because the, the, what journalists do is so similar. Well, to the war. Times Leader lost so much of their their reputation, not just with their own journalists, you know, jumping ship and everything, but with their readership. The readership fell so much that for the first time in what it was 24 years Citizens. the citizens voice is beating them in circulation now they have more readers. since it's start since it well, in the, since the for, for for the last 24 years times leader has been the leader wow so that tells you how bad now the, these, this is the same leadership that told me to get the fuck out this is the this is the leadership that is taking the times leader in this direction uh, if you want to call this it that this is why Iraq didn't work yeah <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's it's just it's a mess and uh, and they're not doing anything to to actively change it unfortunately so it's I, it's continuing that way which I, would say, I think leads into what well real quick before we jump into Jay I I would say that with, <laughs> this is ending well before I brought my kai jelly before <laughs> Before uh, coming up, Reed Miller. <laughs> the, the the last couple of guys that that left probably represent sixty years in newspaper journalism. So that's sixty years of experience that are just lost. gone. The one editor had thirty seven years in the newspaper industry, he and he, could, and he, he was could, just like f this. He couldn't be effective anymore. I mean, is that what it was? Like, he just couldn't. He just I, couldn't do his I, job. I've emailed him a couple has, times. I mean, has since? it been? I mean, I mean, is that the just the corporate machinations of you know? It's, it's business overtaking responsible journalism. But the only thing is, it's, is do- it's dollars and, and cents taking over. And it's people. Hi- it sounds like very bad and, business, right? And it's people yeah. hiring their friends over people who have the experience and the integrity, you know, and that that's another issue where integrity it's, well, you know, the thing is, is, is when you're a newspaper and we took this very seriously at go, you know, you are providing in, in a, in a sense, you know, uh, pe- people's, uh, you know, you're, you're helping guide their moral compass. You're saying, here's the facts. Now you decide the, the right and wrong and that sort of thing. And you're, 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 it, especially like things like the Cordero trial, for example, or when you know, we covered we the, the outbreak of bath salts, right? Exactly. Oh these are the, these are the, <laughs> these are the issues that are affecting the area. You shouldn't have skeletons in your own closet. Yeah. Well, and and Mark, that's the problem is now they do. And Mark, I tell you what, I, I tend to believe that I'm essentially and will continue to essentially be nobody in this town. Uh, if you, That's if I've never, got me if a I've room the other day in like 45, 45 seconds, I'm like, Chris, I need a courtroom. I got, I have a couple connections left. Um, <laughs> then I had a courtroom. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't come from a well-known family. I don't come from money. I don't come from power. You wouldn't know me if I didn't call you and say, I want to be able to tell your story. So you, I could have made the whole thing up. I could have, pretended to be a news guy and, and just and live and no my life known. in whimsy and no one would know they would have been where the hell is that story where was that the guy say he was from was it go go loser go like what where was it <laughs> so i had to go back rule it rule I, free i, I, I will get one more totally probably um but uh so my responsibility was to everybody else 
my integrity was on the page. You know, they, they say, you know, a good news reporter bleeds ink. It's true. Cause you, you, you have to give a damn if you're going to do a good job. And it wasn't, it, what we did wasn't always easy. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you the best case scenario. What I think we were doing crime news for what? Three weeks. Yeah. In January of 11, somebody we graduated with got arrested. That was rough. And you had to report on it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, Mark, I had to, I, I, for quite I, an embarrassing crime I, at that. I shit you not. I had to sit with the, with the criminal complaint on my desk for a half an hour. I read it five times and I said, what do I do? Your and job. It, and it, <laughs> that's, but that's what it came down to. I didn't hold a gun to this person's head and say, go commit a crime, this, do this. Right. But it was my job to report on it. And because we, we held that in such high regard, I, I mean, I, I bumped into the person waiting for the elevator at the county courthouse because they had a pretrial hearing. And I pushed the button. I looked up at the light, waiting for the elevator to come to look over. Now they were. And they just went, hey, hey. He said, how you doing? I said, good. He said, I don't think we were supposed to meet again like this. I said, nope. <laughs> that was it. I just, you, what do you do? You stare at your shoes for the rest of the time until the freaking elevator comes or you decide to take the stairs and get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like two oh, years, two years <laughs> later. Uh, and I mean, the, that person did, did the, you know, the current fuck you thing when they got through all their shit, they unfriended me on Facebook and the whole nine yards. And then all of a sudden, like they went through everything they were supposed to go through after they were, you know, they, they put out in the whole nine yards and they, they came back to me and they said, you know what? I, I just want to, you know, I don't hold anything against you. You know, I, I know that that was your job. It wasn't anything personal. You weren't hunting me down or, or trying to make me look any worse than everything I already did. And I just want to, you know, I know it wasn't personal. And I, I just said, that's the only thing I could have ever asked for in the whole thing. I mean, we had, <laughs> we had another one that graduated with us that, uh, that, you know, that, that story ended up on PerezHilton.com because they use their, uh, their parts like a change purse. <laughs> 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 but, but they, I mean, these were people that graduated with us, Mark, and we had to handle those. That was those a nice analogy. But <laughs> it was an accurate analogy. It was, yeah. was uh, kind of like a foggy barn. It was, yeah. yeah. The old box the old, lunch. Yeah. yeah. Dead bear <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> there might have been a box lunch there. <laughs> there could have been a box lunch involved. <laughs> but, uh, we because, that's what you call a callback because yes. <laughs> we, that's two of them. Uh, but be, because we we knew we I had a responsibility, nothing tonight, by the way, <laughs> we know we because we knew we had a responsibility to at least report what was happening. We, we just kind of we had to forget who we were and who we knew. That's really it's really hard to run a newspaper in your hometown. Yep. Takaro Kobayashi says to be professional. I think it means you do not die. What? I can't. Uh, that's profound. Way more profound than I was going to get. But the the one Did you quote get that off the internet. Where the hell did that come from? It's my favorite quote. By but what him. does it mean? It means you do not die. You do what needs to be done. Yeah. Oh. And it's it doesn't like kill. It, it doesn't kill you, kill even though it probably so it's should. The, it's the uh, it's the motivational poster equivalent of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Except it's spoken by the competitive hot dog eating champion of several years. Yeah. Jesus Christ! You made it seem like Confucius. <laughs> no, he's a hot dog. <laughs> I said. I said. My, who I was my favorite. My favorite quote uh, when we were at Go that I found was uh, it was a, a Washington Post publisher, and it was um, the news is whatever. Anybody doesn't want published. Everything else mm -hmm. is just advertising. 
Oh, that's nice. I mm-hmm. always loved that. Yeah, that's good. You know, so. But I don't I don't want to detract anymore from Jay's departure. Yeah. I'm oh, sure. I forgot we were even getting to that. Yeah. Did you Jerry Maguire know. it or I would <clears throat> I would like to preface this with I never actually worked there. <laughs> I was he was contracted. Contract. I was a subcontractor for years. Four and a half years, starting at the weekender with with Mike Lello, on to go Lackawanna, back to the weekender, and the whole time You're like this epic free agent, and and the whole time working for the main newspaper itself as a subcontractor. Yep. All of these different entities of the same company would hire me for my services. It's hysterical. So but he was good. Still is. Still, yeah. I still had to quit, even though I didn't work there. <laughs> So, and, and I, I was just thinking about this. It seems like a hundred years ago, this was 13 months ago, <laughs> 13 months ago. No, that 15, soon. Cause it was September of 2014 when I quit. Okay. So I was going to haunted hayrides with the weekender staff doing a story for the times leader with the weekender staff. And of which I, I was no longer a part Rich, of it. This, this was this actually, and I was not. They, they I didn't, condensed I their really, features department. I really didn't want to be there after Rich left. I can't lie. Full disclosure. The time after Rich left, I phoned. Unless it was a concert that I really wanted to see, <laughs> I was phoning it in big time. <laughs> so I was going to this. All iPhone photos. To all these haunted hayrides with, with George himself and the Weekender staff. And we went to this job that started at seven o'clock. So I told my girlfriend at the time, I'll be home around 10 o'clock. Help you put your son to bed, blah, blah, blah. We'll do this and that. No big deal. So I go to this job. This hayride. This hayride. Three hayrides in one night. All of them, all the big Northeast PA hayrides. Okay. Which, to be quite honest, blow except for Reaper's Revenge. <laughs> no offense, guys. Um <laughs> There goes our endorsement deals next year, Rich. Sorry, Rich. (laughs) I tell it like it is. Um, I'd expect no less. Yeah. So I go to this hayride. I show up to where we're supposed to be at the appointed time we're supposed to be there. 45 minutes later, what is his position? Like, he's the man there. Like, he's the... He's the manager. He's the the managing Well, yeah, managing editor. The managing executive editor editor of the Times Leader showed up to his own assignment... 45 minutes late. Okay. So, and then we get there and I'm sitting there this whole time, smoking cigarette after cigarette. They on the clock? Show as, up, as he's wont to do. And then we go over to go on this hayride and they're like, we don't open till 830. <gasps> so this whole job that I told my girlfriend I would be home from to help her take care of her child. This is very important to the story when it okay. comes to the end. Starts an hour and a half late. So we go on this one hayride, take the photos, get in the car, drive to the next hayride, which was actually, that's a lie, because the circle driving thing was pretty cool. Their their thing. Did they have that this year? Yeah, they did. They did uh, mm-hmm. circle. The circle drive in haunted house or walkthrough or whatever. It was actually really good. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I lied. two. There's two. Two, two, two Jason Reed Miller endorsed Approved, haunted. Endorsed Okay. So, anyway, I miss you a lot, by the way. <laughs> we finish up at the Circle Drive-In, and we're about to go to Reaper's Revenge. And I look at my 
phone. I almost said watch. I haven't worn a watch in 15 years. I look at my phone and it's quarter after 11 and there's like 27 text messages from my wait, 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 wait. This is only still the first one. This is the second. Second. Okay. Second of like 27 text messages from my ex-girlfriend. And I was like, you know what? I got to go. I'll go shoot Reaper's Revenge by myself tomorrow night. This guy looks me dead in the eye. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm going home to, you know, be help, be a man. Yeah. To yeah. take care of now like keep family in mind, the job. The job now is what you thought you were gonna be home at 10. I thought I was gonna be home at 10. So you started an hour and a half late and yeah. now you're 45 minutes over your allotted time. Right. No, an, no, hour, an, hour, to, 15, an hour and 15, hour 15, hour 15, 15 minutes over. 15 minutes okay. over my, the time that I told her. I and you're not being paid right. hourly for and this. And I'm not being paid no, hourly. No, this is by I'm the job. The same amount oh, no shit. You're not on the clock. I'm getting the same amount of money no matter what. No matter Whether it's an eight hour day or a three hour day. And not only that, but I volunteered to use my own time the next day still for the same amount of money to go photograph the last hayride. And George looks me dead in the eye, says, oh, no problem. Go take care of your responsibilities. Go shoot it yourself tomorrow night. And I was like, thanks, man. I wake up the next morning to an email from Clark Van Orden. That's right. I'll say his name that said, oh, we hear you had to leave your job last night that you obviously don't care about. Don't bother going to Penn State on Saturday because we're afraid you might have to leave the game and go home and babysit. What? I have these emails. Okay. So, and as you said earlier, I'm a hard person to upset. Right. Which is very true. I don't, after some of the things I've gone through in my life, I don't really give a shit about a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You knew some of the people I'm talking about that are no longer with us. Yep. My ex-girlfriend had cancer twice. Like, things at work don't really bother me a whole lot. It just shit don't phase me. Right. I was so livid that I acted like a professional and wrote a <laughs> nice email that I don't remember exactly what I said, but it basically said, I think what you're doing is extremely unprofessional. Your job that you assigned me to started late. I had other places I had to be what they know about. And the editor of your newspaper told me that it was fine to go shoot this the next night. I'm going to turn in all my unpaid invoices and when they are paid, I am considering my relationship with the Times Leader and Civitas Media finished. Which I think, for, for, for a man really who actually wanted to, to drive away. to Wilkesbury and light a building on fire, I think hard. I That's did a, a, a phenomenal building. job of, of being extremely composed. You were very composed. You were an adult. Yeah. Extremely composed about that. So Clark Van Orden <laughs> sent me back an email. His response to that email, in all caps was three words in all caps with a lot of exclamation points that said, good with me. That was his response. (laughs) Then he proceeded to go around telling people that he fired me. I didn't work there and I quit. (laughs) So I'm going around and, and to be quite honest, like, I know I act like I act, but I'm actually extremely good at my job and people respect what I do. And I was immediately shooting concerts for the Electric City for go on the spot. Two weeks later, I hired you for go on the spot the day I met you at the Warp Tour in July of 2000. That's right. You did. I saw what he was shooting. I was like, I need him. So anyway, (laughs) I'm I'm out on a job for Electric City 
because a good friend of mine is the editor there and he's like hey i need freelance people you're not at the weekend anymore come shoot for us and i was like all right i really love doing that so i'm at a gig shooting a show i don't even remember what it was and uh andrew kretch and somebody else walked up to me andrew kretch is a photographer for he's gone now but he was a photographer for the citizen's voice and you know how they were talking about like the combativeness between the reporters? That does not happen with the photographers. We we have <laughs> no. a great time and then we go do shots. No matter who you work for. We're like, oh man, what a fun concert. Let's all go do a shot. Like right. people think Tom Bonomo and I hate each other. Because he was, <laughs> he was the Electric City concert photographer and I was the weekender concert photographer. And people were just like, You guys must you hate, must each, hate other. each other. And we'd be like, No. Nope. <laughs> we actually get along quite no. well, thank you. <laughs> They actually reveled in their shared assignments. All (laughs) these people starting at this concert start coming up to me going, I heard you got fired from the weekender. And I was like, "Mm, no, I never worked there. And I just told them that I was done doing freelance for them. No, you got fired. People are (laughs) saying you got fired. So I actually on 25 occasions over the next three months had to pull out my phone and show people that email exchange between me and Clark Van Orden. (laughs) Of where he claimed to have fired me (laughs) after I quit a job that I never had. (laughs) (laughs) And so ends Chris, Rich, and me's time. Saga. Yeah. This this is the same... (laughs) He just changes to the world's point. lamest mic drop ever. That's because I have the world's lamest mic stand. Every time I come on the show, I seriously think they set it up to fuck with me. I really, last time I was here, we do. I, sat a bear. To, I sat down next to a on the roof of a car. stuffed bear. The bear on the roof. I was expected to ignore that fact. <laughs> I did not. I hope I didn't break this mic. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> this is the same guy that I think uh, a few weeks after uh, I was laid off, uh, I, I saw Clark, actually. I was walking uh, downtown. and Did he run away from He me? physically ran away from me. <laughs> Rather than look me in the face, because you're imposing, like as if I did something horrible. Like that's the that's the bizarre thing about it is like like in 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 retrospect, I'm perfectly okay with you know talking to or seeing any of these people. It's not some weird thing, and like they ran away from me, like like I had like beaten one of our coworkers to death in front of them or something with like an that, anvil or, with a pipe yeah, pole. Yeah. You know, like like I like I did. So- it, it was like no, you guys decide. You you guys got together and you decided you didn't want. Uh, my ideas or or the way I was running things and you wanted to take it in a different direction. So you got to take it in your different direction, which uh, uh, now let me, uh, let me pull up that article. Uh, citing a sharp decline in some revenue streams, the Times leader on Friday announced it had laid off three employees uh, and it, it goes on to... Uh, What's the date on that? It is like two weeks ago, or week uh, November thirteenth. Okay, just for of this year. <laughs> yeah, since this, we've been so good year. with time so far, I just want yeah. to be consistent. Because uh, that's good reporting. It, I was good. Oh, I was just about <laughs> son of and a bitch. Numbers. So, so, uh, and and then in reference to uh, the the layoffs at the weekender, uh, uh, citing the fact that revenue has fallen significantly within that product. So, uh, so obviously things are going swimmingly for them. Here's can I since then? Can I say something though? Sure. You haven't stopped yet, so don't, I don't. don't I, I've honestly <laughs> never heard you talk this much. 
I'm not even kidding. I let. This I, let, is, I hope this is cathartic for you. It's actually been very cleansing. Good, good, I, good. I good. feel like I'm turning a page tonight. This is actually really good. It's cleansing like an X-Lax. Yeah. It's yeah. like a dead bear on the roof. Um, <laughs> which which now has a connotation. Thing. Yes. I um. I don't wish I, this. This this is all. But we're all. We, there's a lot of pent up shit that just came out in this room over the last two hours, but. I don't wish ill on anybody working for any of the local media companies. Rich. God, God bless you. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, there, there's a few. Okay, all right, there, and there may be a few. Agreed. But, but knowing what it takes to survive in that job, I don't envy. I don't envy anybody who's still in it. And I mean that that goes for TV news too because we had great relationships with like Stacy Lang and Mike Cholko from NEP and Eric Dable and his cameraman from BRE. I mean we would feed each other stuff if we happened to get something before. They all still work there. No, I know, but we, <laughs> I would share stuff with them. Well, yeah, it's not because we weren't in competition with the six o'clock news. But it's not a fight. No, yeah. it wasn't a fight. Yeah. There was there was the people who were based in Scranton. It's this it's this the, fictional fight. Right. Well, well and the, this, pa- the like, paper to paper thing was a little more legit of a, it was more contentious. Right. But like, as far as like TV was like, I'd still, you know, uh, I'd still. Even then, I, I feel like the their whole idea of that, like, like I was referencing before this newspaper war, which is also referenced in this article. They <laughs> yeah. again have to u- keep using this terminology, spend so much time trying to one up everybody and yeah. fight the other guy and stuff like that. My approach has always been just do your own thing, you know, just do and do well, it well, do it as best it, to, fight, as to your ability. unique audience. The fight leaves no room for innovation. And, and that's, that's why I have the problem with what they're doing now, because, uh, you know, with any PA scene, my idea was, okay, I'm going to take all these, ideas that I had that they didn't want, that they essentially yeah. d- did not want, I'm going to implement them and see if they work. See, maybe I am stupid. Maybe I am stupid and I'm going to try them. And if they fail miserably and nobody reads this thing and nobody gives a shit, all right, well, then at least I could say I tried. I'm but then they worked thing. and we've grown so much in this year. It's been amazing. And here, here they are having layoffs, uh, saying that they're they're losing revenue, that they're not going in the right direction, and their reputation on the street is utter shit. When you just talk to your average reader or person that just they, they don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. And so it's frustrating to me when I see them trying to rip off what I do now. Yeah. That's what bothers well, me. And the other Whether thing is it's my no- layout, my content, my hmm. stories. I just talked to a guy this past week at Got Talent. We're here discovering new talent, discovering new people to talk to. And then they get a call a few weeks later from these people wanting to talk to them. It's like there's a million artists but out there. Why the do you have to take pack in the bar and you're the one who's creating, not just reporting on, but creating a spotlight. Which was completely accidental, by the way. <laughs> but God bless you for it. What Rich. do they call you? Scene look at, Daddy? Look at the skip Scene Monday. Daddy. Look at the skip Look at the Zach Hammonds. Look at the look at the I mean Matt Burke's a friend of mine. Matt Burke came and played the the thing and, and won a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Look but look at the the avenue that you've accidentally created. You couldn't have foreseen that. No. But because you're trying new things that and that was a branding thing that was how do i get myself out there right you know the the problem when you feel like you're established is you just fucking give up yeah 
Well, you don't try and reinvent yourself at all. The the thing is, is I've I've run into employees that work there since then, and they all say that we read you, we love what you're doing, whatever, and that's kind of thing. <laughs> and then you it, see their if, name on your byline. If that's week. if that's true, and you really do love what I do, and you respect what I do, then do your own thing. Did that's we, my, that's really my advice. Be, stop trying to do what I'm doing and just do your own thing. Richard, don't be a copy. Mm-hmm. Be an Didn't original. We just recently have a coup. Don't we have a new concert reviewer? Yes. At any PA scene? We do have a new Where concert reviewer. Where did he reviewer. come from? <laughs> uh, uh, a very unhappy workplace. You're like, you're like a, you like have this big, like yachting oar and you're just stirring <laughs> the ocean. Yes. yes. It's You've my shitty mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. Yes, I thought you'd we, be all right. I, like I thought it was a relaxing mic for you, and it, and, and, You're the one and who kept bitching. You can't hear me. I ruined it, and I just and, tried to help you. And I well, I welcome any new voices that want to come on and help, you know, and do what we're doing because I, 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 it's exciting. Well, that's yeah. the thing. There's there's no there's no other columnist See, with that other company for like twenty there's, years. No, no, uh, not twenty, but <laughs> a, a decent amount of time. So if you include his sports time, stir in that shit, stirring stir the pots. <laughs> You, you, just, fires? you just want him to name drop. That's all you want him to I do. Him, Can I, I just say real quick? Say the name. Why don't you say the name? Not knowing. Because I don't know who it is. This story Let Lauren talk. This night. It never happens. Let me just talk over everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not being here and just seeing like the way that these competitive forces kind of played out. It's not just here. This sort of thing is happening all across America in terms of this type of media. And it's extremely difficult to understand the choices that are going into these restructuring, these reshuffling, because ultimately the audience is different than it was five years ago. Well, and the 24 hour news cycle is complete and utter bullshit. It's, it's, it serves particular audiences voicing particular types of voices. And the dumbest people shout the loudest. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. We 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 and, and we Lauren can speak froze. To that. Wait, Lauren we, froze. We could speak to that because we were trying to inform an audience, and we had a small readership. Right. You know, we oh, we were doing the omen, and that that's the thing is I've I've said this before. If I posted, Mark, you take control. Uh, social <laughs> social. If if I went on social media and just posted memes all day, or if I just ripped apart Scranton and just said, "Oh, it's awful," and all here's all the problems and things like that, I would have much bigger readership. I would have many more likes and many more favorites and things like that. But that That's doesn't ma- that doesn't matter. That's not the point. And those things go away. They they crumble up and they go away. And I've seen it happen over and over again. Where it's just not the way we should be doing things. We should be making the world a better place than how we left it. The tough thing is we're in a town that loves to beat each other up. Lauren has something to say. I was going to say ultimately that it goes back to Marshall McLuhan. The medium is the message. And you had those two years and you had the things that you wanted to say. But ultimately, I think that that medium might not have been the correct spot for that sort of thing in 2014. Well, or even 12. 12. Well, like I said before, we should have been an online paper. There yeah. should have been no or a broadsheet. So this is this is where or we're kind of heading now, right. isn't it? Absolutely. So it's kind of a success story. Yeah, in a way, in, in a, a weird way. way. In a weird. Yeah. And I mean, they. I I won't even get into the ill-contrived, uh, you know, grab-and-go paper that they were trying to build off of. Goes well, what they perceived initially to be goes success, but I don't know how you could perceive it as success because you told me you couldn't sell newspaper. But um, <laughs> paper, yeah, physical was... paper is difficult. It's got a very specific type of but readership, did, it, and this is actually had, the number one market in terms of readership. It had difficulties that it yeah. didn't need. It is, though. yeah. It had it had it was 
saddled uh, with too much. Can, can I say uh, number one difficulty, by the way? I, I, I was going to say this before. Uh, was that fucking name? The name sucked. Didn't Golakawana was an awful, awful name. It that was, was an awful decision. That was step number one in people having no clue what it what was. It, was. Like, it didn't, I'm ha- sure you it guys didn't from, help that it's From the day we started to the cover. day it died... What People did not know what it was. Well, what is it? Is it put out by Lackawanna County? Is it like a you know a, a promotional pamphlet? Is it like a? But what is would it you a guys, magazine? Is it a newspaper? Is it a this? Is it a that? I'm Nobody sure you guys knew. had these conversations. What would you have called it? I would have called it what I would have called my secret project. Oh damn it! <laughs> yeah, damn it to I hell! I would have called it Jay's awesome. <laughs> can we start that website? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would make me just just do a Tumblr. But I'll do that. Just do Lauren's got her questions. For yes, you, brother. Please. Oh, okay. So this segment, we... I forgot about the the rapid cues. Oh, right? you listen. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you got to support your buddies. Okay, you can help. Rich us and write I the were in the song. trenches for too long for me not to support any PHC. You, le- I'm surprised. You're surprised. I'm. I just. I rapid like fire cues because we've only done it twice. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing now. Wait, this is now a thing. thing. I've wanted this to be a thing Hold since on, 40 episodes ago. What's happening? I'm about to ask you a series of questions. You have approximately three seconds to think of the first thing that pops in your head in response. This is dangerous. This right, is wait, easy wait, for him. Are we doing round robin or like? It's no, just, just you two. All right, you first, then me. Well, whoever comes up with an answer first, just say it. Ooh, okay. Okay. If you could be any sea creature, what would you be and why? Seahorse, because they're cute. Uh, walrus. Is that a sea creature? Why not? Lovable. They, I they, mean, they yeah, the, they're yeah. a marine mammal. They are a marine mammal. I'm not up on my, my my marine biology. Do you think other people are envious of you? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it. People tell me it. And what? I say, honestly, like, I know everything seems great, but do this for a week. <laughs> I'm I'm more envious of the way my six year old son lives his life than I think anybody is envious. I'm of him. envious of the way when he climbed up that wall and told me he had Spider Man powers. Fuck yeah! I was like, You're <laughs> you are. Remember, li- remember that he scene? Came right. my, he came to the Beards of Scranton opening. Yep, I had him downtown. I, I take my kids to all the cultural stuff I can. To which I chased him down the street as I he thought not someone He's outside him. loyalty and <laughs> safely uh, under the camera. He climbed up on a wall and turned around. And I said. John, are you okay? And he's, I'm like, you don't want to fall from there. And he just turned around and looked at me dead serious and said, I have Spider-Man powers. Here's the thing. My kid started wrestling <laughs> like, this all year. Right. This is first year wrestling. It. He's going to be, all right, remember the the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Where he fights Bonesaw. Yeah. Bonesaw is ready. You know that, you know that's where, you know that's where Bonesaw's nickname came from? Bonesaw, local celebrity of Scranton. <laughs> Timmy, but that's, Hop- Timmy Hopkins my, gave him that nickname. My son is Man. gonna. My son that's is awesome. actually gonna end up being like Bonesaw. To- no, no, the Tobey Maguire, like the the initial Spider-Man where he's flipping around the fucking. Oh, I think it's gonna that's be Randy it. Savage. Oh, no. <laughs> I showed him some be. Randy Savage he promo videos the other day to get him amped up for his wrestling matches this weekend. I think it worked. <laughs> he won. Too, he won right? twice. He pinned a kid this week. I was really excited. <laughs> We're not done with this segment. I know, pet cues. Oh, sorry. Favorite prefix in the English language. I have no idea. You're you're a writer, so of course you're going to. I be, switched up yeah, this question, thinking yeah, yeah, this was that, more appropriate than no, the question I have written is, down. Yeah, that. Wow, that's loaded because it, it's all contextual. So a good prefix and is contextual. Sadly, all the ones that are popping into my head are negative ones. Like what? Un. Mm. <laughs> like, can you get more negative than un? un? No, you can't. It's very unpopular. It's unpopular. It's un-American. 
I'm on. I can. I cannot. I can't pick a favorite. Maybe I should. I was going to ask what your favorite geological period was, but this seems to be harder. Geological period. That'd be the Triassic, Middle Earth, Middle Earth, May twelfth. Okay. I actually crossed this question out, but I'm bringing it back because I already know the answer. What was the last song you've ever you have sung out loud? Pump up. Um, oh God! It was either um, "It's a Long Way to the Top" if you want to rock and roll by AC, good tune, or AC uh, or SOB by Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweat. It was I just the jams. We were all here. No, no, but but before that, because that's a great. She answer said last, not before. I was singing the last song there. I sang before that on the way home from work. I was trying to get get up for this, so I listened to uh, "Fuel" by Metallica like twelve times on Ooh. the way from Exeter to Scranton. Give me fuel, give me fire, give, give me, me that which I desire. desire. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he sings like that. Any extra syllables better that than song, the percussion that, on the Saint Anger album? That song what? was kind of the what end happened? Fuck, were they recording in a tin can? It's one of their That's best terrible. songs. Fuck, what is fire fuel. or fuel? fuel. Like oh. No, we were talking that, about Saint Anger real quick. That was the worst album I've ever heard. This was years before Saint Anger. This was was this on Load? This wasn't Reload. It was. This wasn't Reload. This was Load. It was the first single. Because they needed a sequel out, to Unforgiven. Everybody thought it sucked. And no. I'm like, this is it like is actually tremendous. one of their best. The rest of the album was Crap. garbage. Yeah. But, but Saint, that song, Saint Anger, Fuel, I had an audio production amazing. class in college. Saint Anger was our good, bad example. And let's not even talk about Death Magnetic. Oh, my God. What a pile of crap that but is. How does that album get made? Which one? St. Anger? Money. Yeah, money. They're Metallica. They can make, they could literally well, I mean, record I mean, was it literally, like, was the conversation this? It was like. it out and people would buy it. But did they, did they, did they look at, did they all get together and be like, all right, Lars, you can do what you want. Yeah. Is that what it was? Because he, goes, he okay, sucks. I'm going to go to the fucking junkyard and get a bunch of. Here he was a hell caps. of a tennis player. <laughs> he was. And then he married the girl. Who was the basis for the girl in Goodwill Hunting? Now that we're now that we're talking about metal, I would just no. like to say, uh, wait, has Rapid Scott Fire Ian is yeah, married done. to Meatloaf's okay. daughter? You. They were cool. Scott Ian from Anthrax. Yes, as you brought up, who Lars is married to, it just made me think that Scott Ian of Anthrax, the Scott Ian, is married to Meatloaf's daughter. Well, who's hungry? That, I didn't know that. It's a recipe for Thank disaster. You. You're welcome. He would do I anything kind of for love. She looks like, but. But not, I mean, he won't do that. But, not but he won't do that. The dead bear on the roof. <laughs> not the dead bear on the roof. <laughs> he won't do the dead bear on the roof. <laughs> or the are we gonna do? Are we gonna do a last word? Or are we just gonna <laughs> it, put a put a fucking the, pin in this and I, burst I, it? I think in, in. Don't you love when I come here, Mark? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mark once told everyone Never. I was the most awkward guest. They Who do they tell? I listened to that. I can vouch for that. Ever had or will have? I'm the most. Did I say that on? You said that on. You air. got you got so much better as the night went on, though. I, when I first showed up, I was in. Such you were like, bad mood. do you know what yeah. you were like? You were like the kid who didn't want to go get his picture with Santa, but then yeah. really liked getting his. Picture yeah, and then you're like, oh, yeah. that was really nice. But you were like, like kicking, like, like laying on the ground. In his pocket before I got there. I don't know what that means, Jay. Take but that's weird. That's really fucking weird. In, in lieu of the usual way that we do last word, I figure this would be a good way to kind of wrap up this one. Uh, what, 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 what can people take away from all of this? What can we take away from our, the lessons that we learned through Go Lackawanna? And you're just a slice of the pie of what all this is. Well, yeah, I mean, I, yes. I, again, there, there's still a lot of decisions in how they were made that I can't speak to. Um, and that's, you know, that's unfortunate. But I, I, I think I, 
I will always be proudest of Go because I know it was my most honest work. So I think as long as you, if you want to take something away from all of this pent up rage for the last three years that I've carried deep within the cockles of my heart, maybe in the subcockle area. <laughs> nice Dennis Leary reference. Thank, Thank you. you. Did you just say subcockle? Subcockle. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of by the twixt. Maybe in the kidney. Maybe in the liver. Maybe even in the colon. Um, that'll be the next song I sing. By the way, yeah. Um, Everybody. <laughs> um, I I think if you if you approach something that you love honestly and you make it your own, nobody can take that part of it away from you. They might. There there might be a business decision that kills what you love somewhere along the way, but. Uh, Go will always be special to me because I felt like it was mine. We kicked ass and we did an awesome job of doing it. And and we we owed nothing to no man. We left everything on the page. I actually think I might have a paycheck or two that didn't ever come. That that well, that's <laughs> that not my fault. That's not my time. fault. That's not my fault. <laughs> I and you know what? I pay. I I made sure people got paid for the work that they did. I I'd say what I. There was one day, there was one Monday, I, I slipped on the ice outside my house, busted up my lip. I had to go to the urgent care down on Mulberry before they were dealing whatever they were dealing over there. Um, <laughs> allegedly. So there's the newspaper talk. And, it was oxycodone. Uh, it, there you go. <laughs> I had to get my lips stitched and I went in to pay payroll and I left after that. Remember that day? I was all yep. busted up. I saw the chief of police the next day. He goes, God, if something, something like that happened to one of our guys, they'd be out on leave for six weeks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I showed up the next day to an elementary school with my face bandaged. So, um, <laughs> But just <sighs> create something that you love. You go with something that I loved. And it had been a long time since I was able to create something I love. I went to art school before I was a communications major, and my art teachers killed what I thought I loved. Because I wasn't, I was graded poorly based on their perception of art. How do you put a grade on art? But that's a whole other thing. And it, it took me a long time. And it, it, it's funny. I didn't start creating things until I started doodling on my kids' school lunch napkins. Until I started drawing for Which myself are again. The best. <laughs> if you, if you do not follow Peter Parker PA, Peter on Parker Instagram, Peter Parker underscore PA underscore PA on Instagram to, to oh is that you that's to me thoroughly that's me. enjoy the shit out of the cartoons that he draws on his freehand. You're gonna be so sad when they get to an age where they're like dad. Every year with bated, <laughs> I'm 42. Every year with bated breath, I, I ask him. I was like, "Are we doing lunch napkins again?" Like, yeah, yeah. I said, okay. But I, it, it had been a long time since Go that I, I created something for somebody else that I could also enjoy. So, <clears throat> so find those outlets. You know, Go wasn't always easy. No, um, it definitely wasn't. In, in fact, it, I, I would venture to guess that if you tip the scales, it was, it was more difficult than it was easy. Because we were, we were up against something established and well-known and respected here. Um. For whatever reason, <laughs> I'm creeping your Instagram like big time Go right now. Go for it. Um, but uh, we we did something that we believed in, and that's I think why people attach themselves to it. And I I don't think I've been in Scranton long enough to feel like I could say with all certainty that people don't do that enough here, and that's why we're we're miserable and beaten down and. And we love to bitch about potholes and unplowed streets and politicians because we're not we're not building anything for ourselves and we're not doing anything to lift up anybody else. Is that why I'm so much happier than everybody else here? Because you create, Cause I just create stuff, and don't you create shit stuff. What people think you have an outlet. 
There's so many people. It is because I'm crazy. I do I do pixel art while my son's at wrestling practice because it's an outlet and it's something purely for me. And it takes forever. I haven't finished a single piece. I'm still working on my first one, but it's something for me and it's something that I hope other people will enjoy. And if they don't, fuck it. I had a great time making it. But sometimes, well, most of the time it's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. I've learned, I've, you know, I've learned so much patience in just trying to organize. I started foolishly with the Scranton Electric Building and isometric pixel art style. Fucking kill me now. Um, (laughs) But, and I, you know, you don't realize how monumental a task is until you start putting all the pieces together. And so like, those are, those are those things, but you know, go goes and for me in March of 12 was, was a huge blow because it was like, it was like somebody called the baby ugly. You know what I mean? Like it was, you know, you took something that you asked me to build and you went, oh, as a matter God. of fact, we're going to give it a brain transplant. Yeah. 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 Like, it's ugly. And now we're going to give it a brain transplant. And we're going to give it the reverse of that Michael Jackson disease and, and change their. Fitiligo. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Thank you. Um, she's like a fount of endless knowledge. It's Dude. Crazy. Um, you met Lauren? No. Well, no, I've listened no. to the podcast enough, but it's just like, Jesus, it's weird. It's like, it's like, um, I think I mean, it's to like you because I'm comet. afraid of you. It's like seeing a comet. Like, you don't think they exist until you see them like yeah. i didn't think there was that much knowledge she's haley with you it's crazy yeah yeah it's q's comet but jay um, would you what would you take away from was that, that whole experience? i was what actually is- texting my girlfriend and missed the no what like what we were answering what's the she end cap what's your takeaway what's the takeaway from go what's what did you learn the go experience go? um to be quite honest like even though it ended as badly as it did mm. and it really ended badly like we had a blast. Like even though you're working your asses Chief off, Duffy you guys around the city while he was chasing people oh selling bath salts. As horrible as a amazing. story as that was, it was so much fun. Like literally, we were chasing the chief of police around the city of Scranton as he Marky, I had a, I was had a, personally arresting, arresting bath salts people. people. And then he wanted a bike Fox in my News office to get to, sued. to Scranton police headquarters. Even faster. Like I had a bike <laughs> in the office. I rich remembers. I used He's to like, wheel I'm going out. So I, it's like going over to Duffy got somebody else. I'm going over to police headquarters. <laughs> he, he and won- he'd be there. He'd be like waiting for it. He'd be like, I knew you'd show up. Like <laughs> he wound up on Fox News because he got sued by his own police department. Own yeah, police, for making an arrest. By his own union. Arrest by for his, his own For doing his job. His union. For doing Because for he was doing remember when he was out jogging and those two ladies were fighting in the alley and he broke it up and arrested them? That I remember that. Best. There were too many Duffy ones. This and then he went like back. Superhero. And all the cops were like, what, he was, what are you doing? He still is. We would just, just let that go. Superhero now. <laughs> he went from Gotham to Metropolis. That's all that. <laughs> well, he's, he's walking the beat. He looks like he? the guy that plays James Gordon, he's too, awesome. doesn't he? And Duff, Duffy's in a, he's, he's still he's an instructor he's at the police City academy. Now, right? I don't know if he's part-time at Dixon <clears> City. He, he was. He went Dixon City part-time after he left the police academy, but he's still an instructor at the police academy. You can't ask for a better role model for up and coming officers. I mean, you talk, talk about selflessness, you know, but what I took away from it was, you know, despite how badly it ended, I mean, we had a blast yeah, we and, and we did it without compromising ourselves. Amen. We had a great time doing our job, doing it well, doing it professionally and with ethics that we never broke. Not so once. I'm pretty proud of that. Coming from you, that's really a strange but he's right. Taking all these words and making them sentences out of your mouth it's, is really strange. Try. And okay. Th- th- this is this is a lesson I, I learned from from Mr. Hughes over here uh, because I have had uh, absolute shit self confidence my entire life. Um, you are good enough and strong enough, and oh, goddamn it, I like you. I think you. I know what this is, but we'll I'm refer anxious. to you as 
MJ, so nobody knows who you are. That's the best Stuart Smalley ever. <laughs> I don't think so. Michael Jordan, and he's like, we'll refer to you as MJ. What did you take away from before Bridge before Reed Miller pooed on it? No, I'm used to that. That's <laughs> what I do. Yeah. Um, no, uh, honestly, um, one of the things that, that one of the main things that, uh, that Mr. Hughes taught me was, uh, that, you know, it's okay to toot your own horn sometimes and to feel good about what you're doing and feel pride in what you're doing. So don't take everything that we've been saying tonight as this, like, uh, you know, two hour long, uh, you know, bragging rights, arrogance, you know, they don't, session. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, just, uh, we, we have to, we have to look back and, and sometimes you have to pat yourself on the back because nobody else is going to do that. Mm. And um, uh, unfortunately, uh, because of the way that things ended up with that, you know, those, those, uh, those pats are, are, you know, long gone. But, uh, but the stuff that, that we, we accomplished, I, I felt, you know, still means something. I still felt like we, we proved something that, 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 that could work. And that kind of gave me the confidence to, to keep going, the confidence in my work, that this was the right direction in my life and this is where I needed to go. And that's, you know, essentially why, you know, one of the main reasons why NEPA scene was, was started because, you know, it was started from nothing, you know, me hoping that this idea would, would work. And I felt like this is the closest thing to a trial run that we had in, in, in those terms, you know, locally anyway, um, that you could say that the, this, this formula, these ideas or whatever, that we got this right and we got this wrong and, and, or, you know, other people got it wrong or that sort of thing. And, and taking those lessons and trying to turn it into something better. So I don't really look back at go as any kind of failure. I don't, I don't see those words and I don't see it as a, you know, even though it's, I'm sad it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, I'm definitely sad that it's gone and that there's not something that has come and replaced it. You know, I, I really wish somebody yeah. would start something like that and, 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 you know, really make a run of it or, you know, some uh, generous benefactor would come along and, uh, you I know, have a PayPal account if anybody's interested. <laughs> right. We didn't you know, fail. We were let down by the powers that be for doing too good yeah. of a job. Th thank you. And I, I think that was a, a major part of it was, was the, just that the wrong people were in charge at, at, at the right time. And, uh, that that unfortunately continues and it's a shame because uh local media i think and we talked about this a few weeks ago when when tom borthwick was on the podcast which we referred to earlier that uh you know local media is is not in a in a great place and it continues to not be in a great place uh because of that there's not enough voices there's not enough people telling all sides of the story and or even all stories to begin yeah, and yeah even all stories i think there's a lot of stories that go untold i mean and and the thing is 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 my resources are extremely limited you know there are people who love what i do and there are people who hate me right now because i didn't get to their story you know and that's a little selfishness on their part but it's it, i i kind of i just get bombarded with requests on a daily basis and that tells me that the other media isn't doing what they should be doing with big budgets and time and energy and all this uh, money that's that's being squandered obviously uh, not telling those stories that they rely on somebody who's basically working for free to get their stories out there and to tell their stories. And I'm happy to do it. Don't mistake that. I love doing it. But I think it, it shows that there's, there's a lot out there to be done. And I, I wish that there were more 
you know, young, ambitious, up and coming journalists who would take it and run, you know? And here, here's the other thing. And I, I, I'm sure Rich didn't foresee me turning this on its head. Don't let what happened to go with a lack of revenue happen to any PA scene. Right. If you love what's happening, you have to support it. And, you know, a, a social media share is great. A like on a page is great. A retweet is, is, is wonderful these days. But if you're, if you're an artist and you've benefited from what's being built, you know, you're, you're creating, you're sharing, you're doing what I was talking about, but you can only create with nothing for so long before the well is dry. Right. So if you're an artist who's benefited, if you've, if you've gotten exposure, if you've been on the podcast, if you love the podcast, find a way to financially support. Because if you know a buddy whose band didn't get written about, that's because there's 24 hours a day and there's one guy pulling the strings. It, you know, money and he, and he needs to sleep. Money can bring in correspondence <clears throat> and it can pay photographers and it can do the things that a media company, which is essentially what I'd love to see any PA scene be built into, you know, out of the ashes of go and out of the ashes of your experience at the weekender, I'd love it. I'd love to be able to say, I know the guy who runs any PAC and he's doing a bang up job and he's promoting local people and he's paying local people to write about the people in their own community. That's if I had one way, you know, I, I joke, you know, I got a PayPal account, but I just might transfer all my shit to you. if People start sending me money because this thing, <laughs> this thing has to keep going. It has to keep going. If for nothing else for us to, to sit, for another two hours and, and bitch about something else in, in 40 more episodes. But we just, I, for, for my own personal satisfaction and guiltily, I don't do this a lot, but I, I need any PA scene to keep going. Cause I think you're going to lose your shit if it doesn't too. <laughs> and I worry about you. <laughs> I call you with mental health checks all the time. We had a powwow the other week and I just, you know, it was, it was good. It was like the old days, you know, yeah. we, we, uh, we were trying to take on the world, not take over the world. Just take it on a little bit. Just take a chink out of the armor. But if you so if you know somebody that can help support what's being built, do it in the name of go. Why not? What's wrong with you? You're an asshole. <laughs> I, I just inappropriately laughed at Instagram at the very I you, can't you pay think attention for this long, Mark. You know You that. are like a six year old. I six. It, it's, I it's not four. It it's not the Force credit. Awakens. That's We've better. lost him, you know, like well, look, at the end of the day, Speaking minus Jay. Force Awakened. No, that's another hour and a half. Um, there's a fine line between pride and arrogance, and I don't think that you guys fall into arrogant at all. I, I think you should be really to. proud of what you did, and I think you should be really proud of what you keep doing. I mean, otherwise, I don't I don't get to sit around with you fine folks. You know? Hey, I mean, special. you got to think about it from the ashes of that shit. Right. I get oh. to now look at Reed Miller be an asshole. <laughs> That's not hard. To if that's by. not a success story, I don't you know can, what is. If you want to see that, just come to my apartment on a Sunday afternoon. We'll do, yeah, give me the invite, man. I'll we'll wear a GoPro on my head. I'll do your I think portrait. That was it. I'll put a GoPro on my we'll, head and we'll just watch you. And, hang hang out oh. at the bog long enough. You'll, I need you'll to get find him there. I don't portrait. really go to the bog much anymore. I'm, I am going tonight because it's trivia night. I need to get a girlfriend and I just watch TV. I don't do. Isn't it much better? It's different. I like her. He's still in the adjustment phase. She got a couch for her kitchen today. Couch for the kitchen? Yeah, well, her kids are all over the house, so we hang out. Couch for the kitchen? They're in the living room. They're up there, you know, so we hang out they in do the that. kitchen. So they do that. They do that. It's a pull-out couch in the kitchen. 
No, I would love to have like a, I would love to have a pullout couch like in my it? kitchen. She's, she sent it to me. If she I had a pullout, if I had white, a pullout couch in my like kitchen, I would turn into Bart Simpson and wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> Are we good? Wait, we're good. No, we we're at fun. the end. The couch. No, Jay. No, to I be professional, I think it means you do not die. Oh God, stop! There it is. Rich, wrap this up, please. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. You're you're I, welcome. I, I hope I, I hope, needed this. I hope this helped. It was very cathartic. I feel good. Jay, let's yeah. go crush some smokes. Yeah, let's go. I actually, for anybody who only listens to this and doesn't watch it, I left for a cigarette. Did you really? <laughs> I think you'd go take How a pee pee. Not notice I'm right in front. I'm gonna make you. a pee pee. No, I was smoking a cigarette. All right. You take a whiz. Ooh. You, you can't let now, it go. Though. Can't let it Mark, go. Let's go. Rich, All right. This up, Mark. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh.